just became a raven. Your art matters. It's what got me here. Hello and welcome to the Ravens, a One Tree Hill podcast. I'm Simon and I love One Tree Hill. And I'm Dom and I've seen 78 episodes of One Tree Hill. And tonight's episode for debate is season 4, episode 11, everything in its right place. This is it. This is like the most anticipated episode, anticipated moment of all time, surely. Like, nothing has been more important than this in the world, ever. I like drugs more than I like pain. <laughs> because, well, Sophia's bush has like a... Sophia's bush <laughs> has a history there. That's exactly what you just said. <laughs> Get that out on a fucking t-shirt. That wasn't <laughs> what I meant. I will write that one myself. So honey, put the pen down. I've got this. I reckon Mouse got a wang on him, hasn't he? He's got a massive <laughs> dick. <laughs> yeah, because that's why Erica Marsh left him. Which one's which? Well, you're going to have to be Lucas because, you know, you're identical. And I'll be Haley because, you know, I'm talented. <laughs> I could be the mayor and you could be the cocaine I try and snort you or you be done I'll be Deb and I'll taser you <laughs> your face then <laughs> such disappointment why do I have to always be tased in the airport in the gate to go home <laughs> yeah, I looked across and his legs were slightly open and his balls were hanging out <laughs> in the airport <laughs> I see is that is that a pigeon? Is that a pigeon? Come here. Come here. Now say it with some bass in your voice. We're the motherfucking gangsters right now. We're the motherfucking gangsters right now. We're the motherfucking gangsters right now. We're the motherfucking gangsters of right now. We're the motherfucking gangsters of right now. You know, we're the motherfucking gangsters of right now. O T H what? Sing with O T H what? Ravens, <laughs> Ravens. Call me Colonel now, you little ungrateful bastard. <laughs> Call me it before I get your dad on the phone and we we'll have a thirty-minute conversation. <laughs> and only ten words have been exchanged. It will be about how ungrateful you are for the opportunity to be on this platform, which is the People's Podcast, which is O T H what? O T H Ravens. Appearances. Keeping up appearances. Keeping up with the Joneses. Keeping up with the Joneses. I'm fooling myself. I'm fooling myself. I'm fooling myself. I'm fooling myself. That was really good. Talking to myself. <laughs> Nicky! Nicky! We don't have sex scenes like this in One Tree Hill. Like, this was, like, in terms of they were literally in bed, you know, humping. Um, <laughs> you know why, Simon? Why? Because fuck you, Dom. <laughs> <gasps> I 
I raise my hand and be like, um, Mr. Michael Murray, it's, I'm a long-time fan. Wonderful to be here. Season 3, episode 13, uh, you, uh, as Lucas, had to hump Brooke and kind of just did this weird friction like that. I made this noise. Can you hear that? Yeah. That's that's what you did. It was horrendous. Um, how did that feel, being a divorced couple, having to, to basically dry hump on another one set? Uh, can I check? Do you love dongs? <laughs> you must love dongs to be in this pit. No, but do heroin, drink a Diet Coke, and have a cigarette. That was my right. diet. Yeah. Pretty much, that's it. It wasn't a walk, and then he was like, "Oh, I'm glad I came on this walk with you." It wasn't a walk. It wasn't. It was barely even a stroll. He practically rolled out of fucking bed and ended up on a bench outside the fucking cabin or whatever it is. Oh my god, he actually has. Full flute. What we celebrate today? Oh fuck it, it's Wednesday. I'm gonna bang in some champagne. La de fucking da. <laughs> Tell you what, Keith does not manscape at all. He just naturally is just perfectly contoured down there. It just it falls into place. So hello and welcome to the Ravens of One Tree Hill podcast, where it is always 10.30 at night, so it's time to grab the snacks from the sweet cupboard, move on upstairs and settle in, as tonight's episode for debate is Season 4, Episode 11, Everything in its Right Place, Dom... We are here, we are settled, we have the snacks, but we'd never eat them on a podcast. How are you, my friend? I'm good. Yeah, very well, very well. How are you, my friend? I'm good. Everything's blessed. Have you had a a busy week or a good week? (laughs) (laughs) I mean, do I lie and act like I've been working really hard? Or Never. <laughs> Never. do I know that? Or do, or do I know that you've seen my Instagram and know that I've been not working at all? I'd... He's been out, out. <laughs> He's living it up like a fucking king. <laughs> I thought you were going to message me and just be like, you know, like in the uh, intro of the podcast, bit of champs on a Wednesday, lordy fucking da. I was like, this is it's a Tuesday. This is a Tuesday. Yeah, so. moving it to Mondays, Tuesdays, whatever. <laughs> Any, every day of the week. No, this was... I got this for F for Christmas. So this was... Uh, F and I went for dinner and stayed the night in a fancy hotel in London. Um, potentially the fanciest hotel in London, I believe. For what they cost. I mean, can you see... That I'm missing an arm and a leg because <laughs> they're gone they're <laughs> out the window, literally. Even to the point of they're like, "What kind of uh, what kind of paper? What paper would you like in the morning?" That's like, "Oh, you know, the Guardian, please. That'd be great." They're like, "We'll send the paper boy up in the morning." And uh, and me and F were thinking, "Are they going to charge us for this paper? Is this the sort of play?" Yeah, of course they did. One pound twenty for the Guardian in the morning more than double that oh really (laughs) (laughs) i pay you like you had to pay for a fee a paperboy fee (laughs) i i won't i won't go into the specifics but just put it this way right we did a um we had 
one drink in the bar each and a sandwich each. This was like before, this is when we checked in, so it was sort of like just after mid-afternoon and whatever. You won't let your wife dr- have proper meals at a hotel. Okay, I get it. No, no. We had the fancy meal later, the proper full meal. This was just, just to illustrate my point, this was just one drink each. F had a cocktail, I had a glass of wine, and a sandwich each. How much? That's oh, going to be ridiculous, isn't it? Just one drink each and a sandwich. 50 quid? There were chips. 50? Yeah. And that's... Wait, for, one, for one? No. 50 quid for two, and that's like pushing it. What if I told you 115 pounds? Fucking hell. <laughs> Mate, you can go to Subway up the road and get a fucking foot long, a cookie and a drink for three quid. What are you playing at? <laughs> oh, three pound. That's at least seven. Oh, come for a, on. For, for a meal deal. Yeah, either way. Either way. It's not 115 pounds. And it's no, the same it was... thing. <laughs> was... I was going to say it was better, but his sandwich was special. It was pretty good. But What, what was in it? What did you have? Well, this is, a, is... So it's the Ritz. And it's so posh, they don't do vegetarian food. It's not even on the menu. You have to ask for a separate menu kind of thing. Because it's all kippers for breakfast and fucking dead deer babies for lunch oh. and whatever else, <laughs> you know. <Jesus> Christ. <laughs> uh, but I don't even know what was in it. Egg, avocado, some potato. I was like, potato? That's my kind of chip sandwich. Nice. But... I'm sorry, anyway. sir. We will not call it a chip sandwich. Uh, the what? What did you say? A butty? We don't do butties here. If you want that, please go back to your squalor life. <laughs> oh, Dom, that's a great impression. Um, but right, firstly, yeah, it was great. Loved it. Very good. But please, this was just a. This was a Christmas present experience. It wasn't just a what. Well, but 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 so entertaining. So we go for dinner, right? Before dinner, we go to the bar to have a, a, a drink while the table's, you know, waiting for the table or whatever. They sit you down in the bar, like table service, of course. And as we go to sit down, there's already a guy that kind of looks like an English version of Jay Leno. Okay, just picture that in your head. Face isn't quite as wide, but, you know. And then he's with who we later get to find out is his son. Okay, and son's probably early 20s, something like that. And as we sit down, we're literally, we're not that far apart with the next table. They are having a crazy argument and it's so loud. And it was to the point that I couldn't concentrate on anything. I almost wanted to just turn and look and be like, what is happening? (laughs) Who's Cheryl? What did she do? Oh my God. But it was so good. Like F and I were just talking back and forward like as if we were extras because neither of us wanted to actually talk. We wanted to just listen to what they were saying. <laughs> and what they what they were arguing about, the son wanted access to the dad's will to ensure that to like get his trust and everything. And the dad's basically like, You have to wait till I die and you but in the posh voice that you were just saying, he was like he was like <laughs> You're not even a trustee. You're a remainder, which means you'll get a remainder when everyone else has had whatever they want after I die. Your grandmother, God rest her soul, she only, she, I'm dealing with her death. It's been four years and I've been trying to get through this labyrinth of a maze of a will and a trust that she left. You have no idea what I've been through. You and your brother are a disgrace. 
And the 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 kid, the son, was like laughing out of like fear. He was like, "Don't you laugh at me? You'll learn that when you're in a business meeting, you do not laugh." I'm happy to talk about this all day. And the, then the son's like, "Okay, let's talk about this for five more minutes, and then we'll talk about something else." I'll talk about this all day, Harry. I've, I've got nothing to hide. And then the son's like, "So can I just have the?" address of where the trust is so i can so what so you can email the lawyer like your brother did you think i don't know you think i'm stupid <laughs> you think i'm stupid charlie harry whatever the fuck your name is oh i'm adding i'm adding that bit and they went on forever and ever and ever to the point that the table on the other side of them got up and left because it was so awkward we weren't leaving <laughs> this is <laughs> This was the entertainment for the night. But it was crazy. It went on for so long. And basically, the son was trying to get the money out of the dad. And the dad's like, I own four houses. You'll be a very wealthy man, but you'll be a remainder. Fucking hell. What is wrong with these people? Just one, shut up. You're in a public place. Even though it's expensive, shut your fucking mouth. Nobody wants to hear your business. Two, for those of us that do want to hear your business... Stop being overprivileged, dickheads. Yeah. The, word, <laughs> the word privilege can't even describe. Like, I mean, this is to a whole nother level. But it was crazy. It was so good. So entertaining. And there, one more, right? Um, uh, before the pandemic and everything, F and I went to stay in, well, we've spoken about it, in the plaza in New York, right? Which is like basically the Ritz, but in New York. I think the plaza was a little bit nicer, but that's just, just me. Um, but... We we went to go back to our room and uh, the maid was in there and she was like, oh, can you just give me like two minutes? Well, like, yeah, yeah, of course. So we just stood in the hallway. And as we stood in the hallway, the room that's next to us, they are arguing, but very loud, so loud that we can hear it in the hallway. And what they were, they were a couple and what they were arguing about. And I, I, I swear to you is about whether her vagina was tighter or looser than his previous girlfriend and he was having to express that by all means necessary his current girlfriend who was having this debate with let's call it was a a better experience for him How do you get into these situations? How do you find these people? They sort of gravitate towards you. You're not like ever directly involved, but what is near you? How does this happen? Well, Dom, it happens every every Monday at football. There's so much drama going on. And I just peacefully stay on the side and just watch. And it's the perfect position to be in. But, okay, of them two... Which one would you and your girlfriend find more amusing to be eavesdropping on? Probably the hotel one. The like the the girlfriend. The second one. Yeah, struggling with his girlfriends. <laughs> what he should have said is, let's get the other girl round. Oh god. <laughs> I'll let you be the judge. <laughs> Filth wear gloves. Filthy animal. Absolutely, yeah, always wear gloves. Speaking of New so, York. Yeah. I'm going to New York. Hey, that's cool. In a few weeks. For like a work thing or like a social, like a leisure, you and... 
You, me and you, and you and my girlfriend. <laughs> Not you and my I'm girlfriend. I'm coming. <laughs> oh, my God. Can you imagine if in the hotel room next to you it's that couple? And just... Wait, that's awesome, man. Wait, where where in New York are you going? How long are you going for? What so you we... stay? Is it a hotel, Airbnb? What we got? We're staying in a hotel. I can't remember the name of it. Uh, in Midtown, New York. Yeah. Maybe Midtown East, but Midtown New York. Uh, yeah. And we're going for like six nights. Oh, that's it. Wait, hang on, hang on. It's just come to my mind. Oh my gosh, you gotta, you gotta let Sarah know, right? I oh am. my, oh you, I'm literally letting her know now. <laughs> if you meet Drew Barrymore before me, I will fucking kill you. <laughs> Imagine I me will... and Drew. I'm gonna wear the Drew Crew T-shirt. I'm going to walk uh, straight into the studio and I'm just uh, going to ramble shit down microphones and then no. get away with it. <laughs> oh my God. Okay. 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 I keep scrambling because I keep going to say your girlfriend's name, which I am not, but that's maybe why I keep going to sound a bit awkward. But, um, okay. If I get, so how, how long until you go? Uh, we're going on the 30th of April. Oh, ample time, baby. That's loads of time. Okay. <laughs> if I get a face mask of my own face, you know, like Chad Michael Murray face, if you meet Drew Barrymore, or if you, you know, if you go and you go for a beer with Sarah, I mean, she'll get a kick out of this. Can your girlfriend wear a face mask of my <laughs> face? I would really appreciate that because then I'd feel like I'm there. I don't know how she'd feel about it, but well. I've been friends with you longer, so... Will it, will it be weird if I get her to wear it the whole time we're there? Especially if waking up in bed. <laughs> <laughs> I think rather than would it be weird, more wouldn't it be more magical to experience? <laughs> so that every experience I have is technically with you. Yeah, I'd prefer that. Okay. Yeah, I'm up That's for that. a that's amazing can i just uh, obviously i'm not the expert and ldg and sarah are going to know all of the places and stuff you should hit but just from my experience some things you must do um i forget what it's i forget i forget what its actual name is but the freedom tower where ground zero is where they built the new skyscraper that tour is so cool i'm not going to say anything else about it no spoilers but i think i think you'd that you really enjoy that it's very somber, but definitely something that is really interesting and really good to do is the Ground Zero Museum, which mm. is un- underneath. Very harrowing, very cool, very cool in, cool in terms of the way that they've done it and preserved it and uh, paid homage and respect. Uh, are we in baseball season? You'll, I, f- I think you'll be in baseball season by then, so you should go to a uh, a Yankees game or a Mets game, that experience. I, I thought that... All the seasons were. Well, I, did, I, did, I think we don't cross over with any seasons. There's like nothing. I know. On. I think basketball's not on. Football's definitely not on. The playoffs will be done by then for basketball. I think yeah. baseball, because uh, the baseball league here, it says it starts April to whenever, and they follow the same as the major okay. leagues. So I'll you might out. be able. I'll check it out if we can. If we can go, then great. If there's uh, one available, I'm hoping it's not going to be too cold. Like apparently it's quite cold. Like I, I've asked a few people that I work with what the the weather's like around that time, and they're like it can really vary. 
Um, but they said it can be quite cold. But I'm hoping it's going to be a bit more springy than like because last week it was like snowing over there. Right. So yeah. I'm hoping, <laughs> I'm hoping uh, when we go, it's going to be not snowing. My mum has well, been twice, and on both occasions, uh, she's never been so cold in her life. It was it's, <laughs> it snowed both times. She went in November, ridiculous, right? Yeah. And then and she went again in like March, beginning of April, and it was snowing and she was freezing. So yeah, that's all I'm worried about is I just don't want to be absolutely freezing and you can't sort of see anything because you're shivering right yeah well I, we went at new year's before covid and it was really cold but then f's birthday is on the 29th of april um so we and we went for her birthday a few years ago so we went that exact week that you're going oh, nice um and the weather was really nice oh, like awesome. it was it wasn't like hot hot but it was like you'd just be wearing a hoodie no coat kind of thing when when we were booking it we were like looking at loads of different places and and like where would be good to stay so that you know stuff's either in walking distance or you get like the the metro or whatever it is you know and the subway or whatever uh and I, i'd said to my girlfriend we need to actually probably ask simon because simon's been uh a couple of times and it would be good to just sort of get his canvas his opinion and like think about things that he's done and you know yeah so oh, i'm so i'm so excited for you i mean i i appreciate you thinking that i mean i guess obviously sarah and ldg will be much better versed but i get i would uh going to see something on broadway obviously i know that you like you like the theater and stuff as well um and then wait to meet them afterwards because they will be there and they're actual people that <laughs> we care about you know like denzel and all kinds of people um Got his name. What's his name? What's his name? Nick Robinson uh, <laughs> and uh, no, what's the name? The guy. Ugh! What's his name? I told to kill a mockingbird, and he was the the main guy. Oh, it's gonna English Harris. Accent? Ed Harris. Ed Harris. Ed Harris. Not English. <laughs> oh, I'm so excited for you, man. Yeah, that's so cool. Very cool. There you go. So yeah, it's one of those cost a lot of money but we don't have dependents so we're good to go sort of thing it's just like we do you know what we were actually looking at a holiday for like going to like island it's like let's go to island and blah blah, blah. and then yeah. we like we went we can go to island any fucking time it's literally there do you know what i mean so we, we went let's do something a bit more like extravagant a bit more fun and i went vegas hell yeah <laughs> and uh yeah uh we settled on new york that's kind of in the middle yeah (laughs) it's a lot closer (laughs) that if you had told me that you booked a holiday in ireland but it could have been new york i think i would have just got out of the zoom right now (laughs) and and then got in my car and then driven to your house and then attempted to tackle you (laughs) just slap me around the face and then as i've tackled you to the ground I would very gently in your ear, Haley James style. <laughs> you made a mistake. <laughs> and then I'd just leave. And I'd wait. I'd come back. I'd leave the Zoom on. And then I'd come back. And I wouldn't edit it out either. <laughs> and then uh, be like, okay, so our raven for the night is <laughs> Seb. Welcome, Seb. Oh, well. Well, I, I, we made the right choice. I think we've, yeah, we've hell put yeah. off going to Ireland to go to, to New York. So 
Yeah, we, circle back round for Ireland in about keep... 30 years yeah. when you can't get on planes anymore. <laughs> when we're retired. Oh. Yeah. Oh, that's cool, man. Very cool. Very yeah. cool. So um, I'll, I'll be asking your uh, advice and stuff and where to go and things like that. But, you know, I'd, yeah. I'll definitely reach out to uh, to Sarah and LDG as well. But um, they have a slightly different view of it, don't they? Because they live there. So it's going to be mm. different for them. So, and we, we want to do, we want to be particularly touristy, you know, the, the kind of, of like anyone that's coming to London would be like, you know, they'd, they'd want to see all the sites and stuff. So we're kind of Mm. doing all state building, all that stuff. Yeah. You have to, you have to. Yeah. You got to, haven't you? You know, it's the, and this might be a, you know, once in a lifetime opportunity. Some people from work have like said, oh, we're we're here, you're coming to New York you know you could we could meet at the new york office and blah blah i'm like i'm not going near office <laughs> while i'm in new york sorry and they're like oh okay <laughs> oh i have to give you a play all right i'll write all this out for you but uh okay. there's a place where me and f like to go for, uh for brunch like bre- it's like a breakfast blunt brunch kind of place it's called bubby's b-u-b-b-y-s and it's like bubby was the name of like the grandma and it's named after her and it's kind of like just very like american uh just good breakfast good food you already like it so yeah bubbies i'll I'll write all this stuff down but uh so cool and if you could meet ldg and sarah in person that would be so cool so cool they'll be our first international ravens to meet one of us that's dope like face to face because obviously we've met um alicia and magdalena Magda. in person yeah yep. so yeah well speaking of and, which and so... kiri actually I've, I've met kiri because i worked with kiri for a long time so there we go that 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 counts that but, counts um yeah our first internationals oh man i'm so jealous <laughs> i need to get this face mask printed immediately (laughs) uh, tomorrow that's tomorrow's plan yeah (laughs) well magda reached out and said that uh potentially we should do another nando's you know another one so uh yeah we should do that because i've got tahani's jersey here and magdalena thinks that tahani's back in the country Tahani, if you're listening to this, and this is therefore creepy that we're we're aware <laughs> of your whereabouts, but uh, that that would be cool because then like we could give her the jersey. But uh, yeah, we're down, we're down to Nando's all the time. I literally just had Nando's like half an hour ago. Nice. Um, so now I know you can use them rewards through the app. No Ooh. stopping me, baby. Oh really? You, you can you can actually use the the card points on your on the app. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You well, you couldn't before, or now you can. You definitely you can. Could, it wouldn't let me do it through the website if I did it on my computer. But yeah, but actually, this is a problem, man. I'm going through a fluctuation of weight at the moment. Like I um last year, what sort of time? Like mid to late, I don't know, like September time or something. I started running every day, like 5K a day every day for about two months. And I lost like 18 pounds. And I, I saw a picture, which is like substantial, you know, and I like, and I saw a picture of myself earlier of me and uh, me and our son and like my whole face shape was different and everything because like, i've because then i got ill and remember i was ill for ages mm. and then I, and i put all, i've put all the weight back on and um 
what's the point of this? I need to stop Nando's, basically. I need to get back onto the running. And we, and the football that we've been playing together has been so much fun. So much fun. Because of all of the drama that happens, uh, mainly. But also, it's been a good laugh. Um, so that's going to help. But Dom, why is football on Monday so dramatic? Has it always know. been this dramatic from the beginning I when you know. started? What, what in particular stood out to you as, as dramatic? All because of it. It's now just standard to me. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I guess there's there's another guy called Simon. And this is an actual, there is another guy. This isn't like, you know, uh, what's the symptom of an STD asking for a friend? It's not like that kind of situation. <laughs> Can you confirm there is another Simon, oh, yes. right? There is another Simon, yes, indeed. And and he is... Um, Brutal? Yeah, like he just... He goes for you. He's happy to just... Like, I stay out of the drama. He went... He got... He sort of got the ball off me, or ran as he ran past me, just elbowed me in the in the stomach. There's mm. no reason. I wasn't even coming for you, man. This <laughs> is this is one of the things about football that really, really gets to me and really annoys me because you know, so I can handle myself, right? And sometimes, <laughs> yes, things, you can. People like him get a bit yeah. pushy and shovey and elbowy, but they've got this like nice guy attitude, so they're they're quite nice, so they get away with it. They're kind of mm-hmm. it's almost like they're allowed to be a dick because they're nice on, on on like the back end of it so yep. i occasionally get my own back and then sometimes yep. that you know happens to other people because they've done something to me so i think i'm not gonna bitch or moan or whine i'm just gonna claim retribution i'm just i'm gonna smash into them or push them yep. into a wall and they will have uh-huh. a little cry and they will think i'm this horrible bastard and i'm the worst thing ever to have happened in since football began in you know the early 1800s uh-huh. And actually, I don't think I'm the problem. I think people like this other Simon are. <laughs> hey, I, I, I'm always going to be in your corner, of course, uh, you know, because we're homies. But the I think with Simon in particular, <laughs> do what was funny was he got injured, right, in the last, mm. last week. And you were like, <laughs> you're like, Simon, you okay? Hang on a minute. I think is Simon okay? And I, I was just like, this motherfucker Dominic, like feigning interest. You did not give a shit whether he was okay, did you? I was like, it's such acting. You, gotta you play, don't care. You got to play the game with this lot. You got to, you got to pretend. <laughs> That's so it's funny. The, it's the only way to get them up and get the game going. It's the only way to get them up and get the game going. So I really hurt my knee. Mm. I, I could barely move my knee yesterday. It's still really bad today. I hurt my knee on the on the Monday. Um, and I was down for a minute. And I thought, okay, I just need to sort of get up as quickly as I can and, and just get running around. So I continued to play, but it hurt the entire game. I was like, my mm. knee is, okay, for want of a better word, fucked. <laughs> fucked, fucked, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, But with this lot, when they go down, do you remember when um, the guy last week got hit in the we'll say the nuts but it was more or less oh, the stomach yeah. with the ball and i just yeah. carried on running up and down yeah and you're like oh yeah, yeah this is commitment this is commitment it wasn't commitment it was, i well it was commitment to, to running and moving around yeah but i knew that he'd be down for ages because he just he'll just milk it to be fair that was a nasty hit like wasn't it it looked nasty 
No, come yeah. on. It happens twice all, we just carry on. Made a steal. <laughs> I was shocked when the goalkeeper, Simon, just got out of goal. I, I, I looked up. I didn't even realise. And it was like an empty goal. So I was like, what's happening? Yeah, he, he'd given up by that point. Yeah. He just stood to the side, didn't he? He'd just given up, yeah. But you is that what didn't stop you from smashing it in at him, did it? <laughs> is that why you and Dave were laughing? Because Dave, I, I turned around and Dave was just like loving it. I, I, I don't know. It was just it. The ball bobbled up to volley it, so I was just like, just gonna smash it. Yeah. They, that's what they all do. <laughs> why not? Absolutely, why not? It was perfect. Yeah, and that, yeah, we. I was near Dave by that point. Was I was back sort of defending, and it was, yeah, hilarious. <laughs> Well, just because it was harsh. <laughs> we thought it was, yeah, we just thought it was quite funny that he sort of stood out the way. Almost like he knew you were just going to fucking rifle it at him. <laughs> <laughs> Good times. Maybe that was so. fun. I'm, re- I'm really enjoying it. They get really upset about team choices as well, don't they? about team selection mm. the thing is right and this is what i was saying to our good friend dave when, when we were driving back because i give him a lift home um as we live very close to each other and i was saying the thing is is that me you dave plus the two others that are on our team will play really well together because we'll play for each other we know each other and what we what we've kind of done over the last few weeks and particularly me dave and our, my other friend louis is that we know how each other likes to play we know that we like to to play football with each other in a certain way and we, we kind of understand each other and we've got better as a, as a little team. And then you add the other elements of yourself and you've got better with us as a team and then the extra person that we play with as well is, is also sort of kind of join that little club. We sort of, they then become included. Whereas the other five players can't function together. They don't operate mm, they're together. They're selfish. That, especially that guy that... Uh, plays up front in the glasses. He's so selfish. Like, yeah. just doesn't want to pass the ball. Yeah, well, to they, me, they all are. They're ridiculous. I hate playing with them because they never pass the ball. I absolutely hate it. Could, yeah, well, to, to me, I'd rather pass it than shoot it. Like, mm. not not just because I like. Sometimes I, it takes the pressure off, but I like it when you've passed it to the point that there's no way to miss. Like, there was one. Where I just I was I could have shot because I was through on goal, but I pulled it over to Louis, and he basically just had an open goal. Mm. You know, it's like that's so much better because it's a team goal, and because you've made that happen, like you know. So, but yeah, they don't ever play like that. But that being yeah. said, if they're going to keep complaining about it, like I don't mind, I don't mind playing where wherever I have to play. But I'd like it if one of you was on my team, so it felt like he got something. You know, you'll get at least one of us. Um, they'll they'll mix yeah. it up next week because you know they're all having a little cry about it. But right, yeah, we'll see. We'll see what happens. But yeah, football. Good. Well, okay. One Tree Hill. So we've got Seb coming on in about ten minutes. Oh, boy, boy, oh boy, oh boy. Let me just get the voice vocal cords. <clears throat> I'm gonna blow his fucking socks off tonight, Dom, in the oh, sing off. Wow. I'm talking, he's never going to be able to wear footwear again because his feet are going to be scorched. <laughs> Nothing. Can, he's not can even going to have toes. Yeah. Can, can I ask what song we're going for? Or can we change the song? I don't I, like really want to avoid Travis, if possible. I think Travis has been done. I think there's yeah. no debate on that. I think I own that song. Um, you you I, won that round, didn't you? In your... Clearly. 
words. Dom, I was classically trained by the Germans. It's different. What it's German? a different... Z Germans. Yeah, okay. <laughs> nice. So, uh, well, I was thinking a little bit of maybe some Tony Braxton. You know Tony? We're not going to pick I... a song from the show? I'm good to do a few, baby. I'm talking... I could I could unbreak hearts with Tony Braxton. Unbreak my heart. Yeah, that one. Okay, yeah, good. Yeah, <laughs> I could. Good. I could let hearts go on with Celine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Good. Okay. I could always love like Whitney. These are big tracks, mate. Big tracks. Do you think Seb's going to be able to handle it? Never. Wait, he couldn't handle Travis. Uh, and <laughs> they're shit. I... <laughs> Worst group ever. But Drift I think board. the what one a terrible I... song. <laughs> I think I think the one that's going to seal the deal, and it's one that you've experienced firsthand before. But we didn't release because the audio oh, YMCA. Yeah. No. <laughs> sure, we can throw that in. But no, I'm talking Tina Turner. Dun 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 dun. Oh, you should have like a Bond theme off. Maybe I should find like five Bond themes, maybe six. You get three each. Wow. And I'll I'll throw one at you, and you get cracking. Then I'll throw one at him, and he you know does his thing. And then I'll throw one at you, and you're like pow pow pow. Then I'll throw one Uh at Seb, and he's like, "Mm." and I'll throw Uh another one at you, and it's like (laughs) big finale, big finale. And then it's like, okay, Seb, you finish off. (laughs) Yeah, I like that. I like that. Of course, when Seb's on, I'll be like, Seb, you're amazing. (laughs) (laughs) It's just I haven't got a friend at the moment. So (laughs) no, no, you're my hype man. I like that. I like that. Sea reflections. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> In the water. It's <laughs> good. Do you want to be involved? Should it become a freeway single? No, I don't think that's a good idea. I think there, there needs to be some kind of independent adjudicator involved. Referee. A referee. Yeah, yeah just to yeah. kind of hold you two back. Get back! In your yeah. corner, in your corner! Yeah. Touch, touch gloves. That's it. That kind of thing. Yeah. Pat. Well, speaking of touching gloves, we have... Speaking, speaking of touching cloth. <laughs> did, I tell you, did I tell you that I that my dog was obviously touching cloth the other day because there was a little imprint on the carpet? Oh, Just where no. she'd like sat for a second in the morning waiting to go down for breakfast. Little imprint. And I was like, oh, Lena's been touching cloth. Touching fur, maybe, I guess. <laughs> Do you oh, think yeah. is touching is touching cloth just a British term? Probably. <laughs> My dad likes to refer to it as turtle heading. I mean, yeah. you... <laughs> oh, he's turtling. <laughs> Please, can it's like you... a lipstick. <laughs> <laughs> For our American listeners. Uh, will you explain what touching this. cloth is? I'm not explaining this. Please. I'm not explaining this. It can't just be Tessa that understands <laughs> this. Uh, and Alicia. Magda, maybe? Do you think they have touching cloth in Poland? <laughs> I think maybe. 
Probably. She's been here for a while. Maybe she she knows now. She gets it. She understands. So what are you, are you going to explain it? It's when you basically need the toilet for number two, and it's on its way out, <laughs> and you're still you, dressed. <laughs> you need to get to the toilet. To the toilet. <laughs> Sharpish because it's touching It's <laughs> just the way your eyes sharpish. What time when do you need to be at the toilet? Like yesterday, please. <laughs> so many Doritos. Oh, oh god. Do you wanna hear do you wanna hear a very random sentence that I think you were like? Oh go on then, yeah. I bid on something. It, uh, for on a Hollywood memorabilia auction, it's like a prop auction. <laughs> yeah, not quite like that. Dom just p- picked up the Randolph card um, from Free Willy, but I I bid on something for your dad. For my dad? <laughs> yes. What? <laughs> for my dad? <laughs> yes. What are you talking about? <laughs> I. So I get these. Uh, this is like a prop, uh, prop, a uh, prop auction. All of the auctions are props. It's not eBay. It's like a proper auction house. It's where I got one of the One Tree Hill bags from, and whatever, whatever. And they have all these big movies, and then they have the small movies as well. But it's all Hollywood stuff. And I was flicking through. It's like four hundred listings. Do I want any of this? I'm like, oh, Will Smith jacket from Bad Boy. No. Oh, that that from Lost. Oh no, it's not specific enough. You know, whatever. And then I saw something from a movie, and I was like, oh, You told me that your dad loves that, and I was like, Wouldn't it be hilarious to get him this? And then for me to just give it to you and say, Can you just give this to your dad? Tell him what it's from, and just say it's a gift. <laughs> What and then ask it? him and then ask him to wear it. Oh no. What is it? Okay, is so it the from... first Can I guess the film? Yeah, it's a film that you told me that he loves. Okay. It's a bit okay. it's a bit random. I can only think of like three. Is it Starship Troopers? Yes. <laughs> it was either that alien or um fucking what's the one? Fucking Pocahontas but blue. Avatar. Avatar. Yeah. <laughs> oh, your dad likes Avatar. No, yeah, Starship Troopers, the first thing I was going to get, but the starting price was too high. Is it a helmet? Was not a helmet. It's a military hat. Nice. Like, But, like, you know, this is all used in the film, but it's like a, a hat, but it's got, like, the logo on. But it was start... The, the starting bid was too... It was too high for a joke present, you know? Right. <laughs> uh, but then there were two more items that were lower as a starting bid. That was like, okay, I'm going to put a max bid in here. This is how much I'm willing to spend on this joke. <laughs> and so we'll see. So we'll see what happens. There's like ten days left on it. What was the amount? The starting bid was fifteen dollars, and I put a max on of thirty-five dollars. Okay, joke. But joke. That- Joke amount is thirty five dollars. That's that's a fair joke amount. If you'd gone any higher than that, I'd be like, "What is wrong with this guy?" Well, that that wouldn't <laughs> include shipping, but I don't count shipping. Doesn't count. <laughs> what is it? Got to be... Right. So it's uh, when they're in. You remember the film, yeah? Uh-huh. When they're at the beginning, um, they're being taught in the classrooms. Um, you know how to. What it's going to be? They're in the academy. They're in the academy. That's what it's called. 
it's uh, an academy uh, uniform. Right. <laughs> like the top. It's the top of the academy. And I just yeah. thought it'd be hilarious because it would come with a certificate and everything. And then maybe he'd wear it and then he's in the academy. <laughs> you think getting a fit him? <laughs> it might. It's a large. It's an adult large. Because oh, I thought God. he might he might be like weirded out by it um, and not accept it. And I thought, okay, well, worst comes to worst, it might it might fit me. Or I could give it to you if you'd want it. I don't... Yeah, I'll keep it. <laughs> what do you think? What do you think your dad's reaction would be to it? I, I promise you, like every Christmas, every Christmas, my dad opens something and goes, "Oh, oh okay." <laughs> I see it. Or he goes, "What'd you get me that for?" That's literally it. Can't be grateful about things. It, he'll just question why why he he's now got it. So internally, he's grateful. Outwardly, he thinks you're a piece of shit. <laughs> okay. Well, would you find it funny at least? Oh, absolutely. I think I think it's hilarious. And then then it <laughs> as works. As soon as you said I ordered something, or I'm bidding on something for your dad. Made no sense to me, but it was hilarious. <laughs> Excellent. Well, on that note, let's join be joined by seb so we are back we are joined by some will arguably say the greatest vocalist that this one tree hill the ravens podcast have ever listened to but in reality dom he's second to me seb is here yay hello everybody it's so nice to be back (laughs) welcome back seb it's great to have you um how have you been how's how's things since we last saw you pretty good um i'm trying to think what when, when was i was on like october at the time last time so it's uh nice to be back yeah i've just been working hard you know working at school it, uh, a bit interesting sometimes but uh i'm coming up i've got uh this time next week it will be the last last night of term so I've got, got a couple of weeks for easter coming up which will be nice so. oh very nice very nice do you what what do you do you do anything particular for it, like Easter holidays or the half-term breaks or anything? Go see family and stuff or you just stay away from schools and chill? Uh, I mean, so I only live an hour away, which is nice. So I'm, I live with some uni friends who are still at uni, which is nice. So I'm still moving in some student circles. But then heading home is just an hour down the motorway, which is really nice. So, yeah, I'm going to go home. It's obviously it's Mother's, uh, um, Mother's Sunday, Mother's Day, that's it, on uh in a week and a half's time so i think gonna meet sort of halfway with my brother's in bristol as well so uh gonna meet halfway with him and do something for mother's day which would be nice and then i think i'll probably head home for a little bit as well it's isn't because it's so close i don't really need to plan anything i can just kind of go when i want which is nice very nice, nice. awesome stuff to look forward to exactly do you know for mother's day right so about three weeks ago uh Ethany said to me hey you remember it's mother's mother's day soon uh that, like as a reminder for me to like buy my mum stuff and i was like oh, because last mother's day i forgot that i am i am to buy ethany stuff from our son i forgot that that well, well not i forgot i didn't know i didn't know you're supposed to your, do that it was your first one come on simon <laughs> yeah i know now seb and, and i rushed out on that day you think your son's just gonna go out and get him get your wife stuff himself well, he like, needs he needs to grow up, doesn't he? Yeah, <laughs> obviously, like 
Could he not like sort himself out? Take some responsibility, young man. That's what I said to him when I got home. No, I, well, so I I ran out that day and then I like bought all the stuff and it was fine, you know, after the shock. But then this this year I was like, how can I forget again? So I I bought loads of stuff for Ethne. I bought loads of stuff for my mum. I, I even put like loads of funny little notes in on like the gift bags of like, you know, thank for thank you for all the booby milk and all that sort of stuff. You know, little jokes here and there. To your mum. <laughs> Jesus, man. She went through it too, Dom. She went it. But you know, like little jokes and stuff. Um, and so I ordered all the stuff and I gave it to them both. A month early, I gave it to them like three weeks ago because I thought that it was the Sunday back then. So, <laughs> isn't it like the twenty seventh of that, March? Is that the American one? Because the I American don't. one always freaks everyone out. They're like, "What?" Because <laughs> I had a friend on a year abroad from Canada, and they have the same one. And everyone was like running around for Mother's Day, and she's like, "Mother's Day!" Until she realised that it was like a completely different month, and she was in the clear. It's <laughs> crazy. It's crazy. Alicia's Alicia, super prepared for this year. Did you take yeah. all the stuff back? Yeah. You're like, sorry, I'm a bit early. You can't have this, you can't have this now. Now I've realised what... The yeah. Hope you didn't is. open it early. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, this is on you. Just because I gave yeah. it to you didn't mean you have to open it straight right. away. Our you son know? will thank you for the booby milk in a month. <laughs> yeah. No, they just... Uh, I was too late for my mum because she lives a few hours away, so she just opened it all up. But she 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 didn't care. She's just... It's fine. And then... Uh, wow, your gifts were that bad that she just didn't care? Or they were so good that every day now feels like Mother's Day, Seb. <laughs> oh my god, I can't wait to the sing off. Um, gonna... <laughs> Hashtag Team Dom. Oh. Uh, <laughs> I, I thought I'd get that in early. Fair. I like to consider myself the original Team Dom member. I would like to point out that after after the whole ball gagging, yeah, Seb. I like to consider myself. Seb the was the OG first to uh, Dom member. Seb was definitely the first to stick up for me on the the whole the whole ball gag thing. That's I think that's how this spawned, actually. Yeah. So I like thank to, you, I like Seb. to think that everyone else hopped on the bandwagon that I like created. Absolutely, I blazed, I blazed the trail. <laughs> the, the thing that I want to know though, nice. Seb, is um, when I go there later tonight in real life and ball gag him and. <laughs> What, how, what are you going to do to defend him? Because you're not, you don't know where he lives. You won't hear his screams. No one will because he'll, be, he'll be gagged. So. <laughs> um, well, you know what you and Dom get up to in your private life is no concern of that. But, uh, so, so um, team Simon. I'm just, I just, I, no, I'm just saying that he doesn't need to be mocked for it on a world-renowned <laughs> podcast. That's fair. That's go, fair. The People's Podcast the people's podcast <laughs> i like that so he can be ball gagged he just doesn't need to be mocked for it i like that <laughs> no if, as long as it's consensual and uh, you guys are enjoying yourselves you guys crack on Dom, let me are you happy with these terms i mean nothing's ever really consensual in this in our world is it i just have to do what i'm told <laughs> i get messages all the time about how I'm a good sport for Dom's uh, gentle ribbing is how it's been put to me before. So I think of anything, I am a victim here. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it's fine. No chance. It's fine. Two versus one. I like it. Well, <laughs> hang on, Seb. Before we get into before we get into you and get into the you know the top five and all the other stuff, we we've got a bit of business to take care of. So we spoke. Are you up to date on the podcast? Not 
I've been listening to eight at the moment because I listen to it on Spotify, so I'm always a week behind because I'm listening on 1.2 speed. Got That's why I talk quite quickly because when I was first catching up, I wanted to like catch up quickly. I heard like eight episodes. This was like right when I first started listening. And then I tried to turn it back and I couldn't because you guys just sounded, it was too weird and too slow. So, uh, <laughs> but yeah, I'm listening to eight at the moment. I'm a little bit behind. Does that mean we sound really witty? Like we're so quick to come up with little yeah, things. Just, just like, bang, 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 bang. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I like that. I like that. Uh, well, on our last episode, someone had written in, uh, a raven had written in about drama queens. And not specifically about that. They were talking about how they're in, enjoying enjoying our podcast. It's very humbling, very nice. And then they also had a few words about drama queens. Now, I read that out to Dom. We didn't really have an opinion on it because I don't listen I don't listen to it. Dom doesn't listen to it. Do you listen to it, Seb? Uh, I started listening to it. And then, so I listened to it as like, Basically, the only time I listen to like podcasts and stuff is when I walk to work, which is about 10 minutes. So I do about 20 minutes each day. And um, I basically just started running out of time in the week because I'd always catch up with you. I'd always listen to you guys first. And then if I had time, listen to Drama Queens in the week. And then I haven't listened to it since like episode eight of series one. So not for a while, which I think or episode nine, whichever one was Neely's first kiss. That was the first time. That was about when I stopped listening to it. Not because of that. It just it got out of the rhythm of listening to it. Right. Yeah. Got it. I mean, that's kind of where I got up to. And Dom, uh, Sarah had uh, time stamped out spoilers. So, Dom, you heard like the first three, maybe? Two, three? Uh, yeah. It was really difficult, I think, to, to listen to it kind of in that way because yeah. you're kind of like continuously skipping forward. But. You can't listen to drama queens without getting spoilers. Yeah, so I I just don't. <laughs> right, yeah, obviously you wouldn't. Um, but I guess my point is is that we don't really have that much context for it. So we were just reading out and saying, you know, whatever. And we got we got quite a lot of messages about it from people. And I think I just want to make it clear that we those aren't our opinions. I don't listen to it because. I don't know. I just I, I don't like listening to any One Tree Hill podcast because we are doing a One Tree Hill podcast. I don't want it to sway my opinion or perspective or anything like that. Um, and then also from the bits I heard, some of it was a bit potentially a little bit negative, uh, not fully negative. But it's like I don't really we, we, we know and acknowledge all the horrible parts that happened within this show, of course. Uh, but I don't want it to be that that's the only thing I see when watching it. You know, I want to enjoy it like how I for 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 the art that it is. Right. And then, Dom, these aren't if you you had said that if you were able to listen to it, it's probably not the sort of thing you'd listen to anyway. Right. Uh, yeah, probably. I'd probably get to a point where I think this is this podcast probably isn't for me. Um, so I'd, I'd stop listening, but I had a really good conversation with someone over Instagram, uh, one of our listeners, um, yesterday, in fact, uh, about our, our last episode and about drama Queens and they completely appreciated that we don't listen and we're going off the opinion of others and what people share with us, uh, and that we're not, you know, saying anything sort of bad or disrespectful and they, they get that, but they were just kind of like enlightening me on a few things you know they said that you know chad does get referenced uh to and sophia will comment you know she doesn't just ignore it and um there's just other bits that we might have brought up that may have been perceived as negativity towards it which you know isn't isn't necessarily the um 
the agenda. Um, but yeah, they they were great. They they said you know they totally understand that I'm not allowed to listen and that you don't listen anymore and that's fine. Um, they even suggested that some of uh, some people might have fallen behind with listening to drama queens because you know certain things have come up that they've obviously missed out on and so on and so forth so it was a really really good conversation i I really enjoyed it and you know they they kind of um opened my eyes to it a little bit more so that was nice yeah i mean i think it's really nice that they're putting positive memories where negative ones were and that they're reclaiming the show and we obviously love hillary joy and sophia and respect them and love them as people and artists and actors and all the rest of it mm-hmm. uh, but it's like like the office ladies podcast i love the u.s office but i don't listen to that podcast either um i think it's just i don't know there's something about maintaining my own perspective of it but i do like knowing all of the back behind, behind the scenes trivia stuff um yeah i don't know it's weird but we love it we appreciate it we're not hating on it but if people write in and we're reading it they're not they're not our opinions we're just reading other people's stuff and reacting to it um okay last thing before we get into seb and get into all of the good stuff I beg your pardon <laughs> dom ready the ball gag um, oh, <laughs> okay we have two new ravens <gasps> really this is important because we lost some ravens and then recently just I don't know. Someone's been putting the bird seed out because they're ravenous <laughs> ravens. They're all about. They're coming on in. You know, like the pigeon lady in Home Alone too, but no pigeons. Per- ravens. Extra, extra bird seed out. Extra bread. Pigeons come down. Ravens get the pigeons. They yeah. Uh, we're setting traps. It's just a food chain, you know. It's science. That's the circle of life, my friend. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well. Entering the baby leagues, J- J- JV, Junior, Varsity. Maybe we'll see you on a watch along. Maybe we won't. We hope to. It's Kelsey, Dom. He's broken. He's broken. Kelsey. Right. <laughs> Hi, Kelsey. Kelsey. Kelsey, stop. Stop Stop doing what you're doing. Put, put, put it down. No, no, no. Put it down. Okay. You listening? I want your full attention for this because this is really important. Are you ready? Are you listening? Simon's listening. Seb's listening. Kelsey, you just became a raven. Yes. Okay, welcome, Kelsey. <laughs> and that's Kelsey with a K. But what's better with the one person's name that begins with a K? Another that also begins with a K. Straight into varsity. A school above. They're not quite with you, Seb, in the Hall of Fame, but maybe one day they'll improve. They'll get there. But, but right for right now, they have improved on their status from a lowly pigeon to a varsity team member. I'm talking about Cam with a K. Cam with a K. There's an opening in my lineup. And Cam, that's yours because you just became a raven. Yes, Dom, sir. how do you feel that you've now actually watched that like scene uh, it, when Lucas hands in the shit? He's like, "You just became a raven." Like, yeah, when when it happened, you had zero context on that before. When it happened, I was amazed. It's funny enough, all the times that I'd listened to it and, and heard it, and I I say it, I sort of think, oh, of course, because it's in the intro, isn't it? Yeah, I always used to think, 
have we crossed that bit? Have I missed it? Did I not realise? And then it happened and it was it was a beautiful moment. I think it's also because it's got a lot of the like your art matters stuff, which is it like the fifth, sixth episode or something. Like it's really early art. So I think suddenly throw something in from season four. four. Yeah. Four um, is a bit rogue. But I like it. I, it's awesome. uh, it's it good. took it's me a, a very... It took me a very long time to find that soundbite when we first started because I I could remember Lucas giving (laughs) Skills a shirt and saying you're a raven or something about you being a raven. And then I was like going through all them episodes to try and find it. And then I saw it in in a recap. So I was like, hey, it's in the last three episodes. I'm like... But yeah, no, awesome. Well, thank you, thank you, Kelsey, thank you, Cam. We appreciate you. We hope to uh, to meet you and see you on watch alongs and all the rest of it. So, thank you for your support, Seb. Let's talk about it, my friend. Top five TV shows have they changed? One Tree Hill doesn't need to be included. You say have they changed? I never got asked this question the last time. Then have they changed since? In your what are they? In my head, oh, I made a note of this. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Because I was like, I refuse to come on this podcast and not be prepared. Excellent. Like us. <laughs> right, here we go. I made a short list and I cut it down to five. I included Wandry Hill because I feel like otherwise it's not a legit top five. It's a top six. And who does a top six? Nice. Okay. okay. Good choice. I like it. I like his style. In no particular order. Okay. Uh, One Tree Hill. Friends. Obviously gotta be uh gray's anatomy never uh, watch f's watching it in the other room right now oh very nice uh how to get away with murder another shonda rhimes show and uh one for our british listeners uh line of duty the best tv i've ever watched yeah have you guys pretty... watched it hell yeah I watched, watched all of it it's so good so good did you watch trigger point yeah, we did. Uh, me and my girlfriend watched it a couple of weeks ago. We enjoyed that. It was good. Right. It was not as good, but it was good. It, it was never going to be as good, but I think for six weeks entertainment, it was good fun. Yeah. A little, nice. little something to do on a Sunday night. Like, yeah, exactly. Watching McClure exactly. is really good in it. What's Trigger Point? I haven't heard of that one. It was uh, Vicky, yeah, Vicky McClure. Oh, sorry. Vicky McClure, who was, um, who's Kate on Line of Duty. She is a, uh expo bomb disposal um, person, officer. <laughs> thing uh and she starts off with oh what's the actor called dom you know the guy um who he, he she's with at the start her best really fake yeah really famous british actor he's in hustle uh adrian lester yes speaking yeah. of which hustle another great tv show british tv show have you watched that mm-hmm. uh, it, the it, one of the main guys in it is in band of brothers he's uh albert yes. Byth in band of brothers but i can't remember yes. his name yeah but it's um so it's got Adrian Lester, he's the main guy in it, and a few other people. But um and uh it's all about uh con artists. And uh they play it's about a group of con artists and each week they con a different person. They went on for about ten series on BBC. Really good, wow. worth watching. We got into it's one of those ones which you can kinda of jump in about halfway. Obviously there's some bits which you don't quite get, but like uh yeah, really good, would recommend. Yeah, Line of Duty was really good. F and I did that during the lockdown uh, to catch up, and then yeah. so good. A lot of people did that. I think I was one of those people as well. I watched it with my flatmate uh, before Christmas, so like during lockdown two, went home for lockdown three and watched it with my family, and then came back and watched whatever the new series was uh, 
just after Easter um, with, with my flatmate. And the, we were sat there and I think the social media, like you went through social media that evening and the whole thing was about Line of Duty. It was about that Line of Duty episode. And I think you could tell so many people had watched it over lockdown and caught up with it because I don't remember ever seeing it before that. Yeah. Mm. Honestly, Americans find a way to watch it. The best, honestly, some of the best TV I've ever seen. Did you it's watch? Vi- did you watch Vigil as well? Yeah, I liked Vigil as Vigil well. Was Vigil re- was good. I thought that was good as well. Yeah, that was like the sub, watch. the submarine one. Yeah, gave, that had Martin Compton on, on it. Oh, did oh you? really? Uh, it, it's it's when you thing is when you're used to watching Line of Duty and it's it's quite fast paced and there's quite a lot of action that happens um, and you you kind of look forward to the next episode with Vigil. You're kind of like already working it out before it happens but mm. I, i'd say give it a go if you if you can that that'll be one of yours like you'd watch it but wouldn't pick it kind of things yeah well i fell asleep <laughs> during an episode and then woke oh, up yes. and i was like she's still on this fucking submarine like, <laughs> <laughs> still having panic attacks because she's got um claustrophobia yeah yeah that was rough that was rough but seb would you agree that um speaking of line of duty that of this podcast dom is the caddy <laughs> what does that does that make me buckles then because like if i'm te- if i'm team caddy guess so <laughs> yeah tommy hunter i'll just whip out my glaswegian accent or, or dot <laughs> yeah <laughs> makes you dot <laughs> dot was the caddy Plot twist. Sorry, I'm spoiling it for anyone who's going to watch it. Does that make Simon H? Yeah, I'm Hastings. I want to be... Wait, Hastings wasn't H, though, was he? No. No. You're the ultimate villain if you're H. H was the fourth fourth man. (laughs) (laughs) That's That's a good impression. Well, okay, but that's a really good list, man. It's a good list. What about a bad movie that you love? I think about this constantly. Because every time you ask this question, I've no idea what I'd say. <laughs> I watch, I just remember watching She's the Man ages ago as a like, 12, 13-year-old and absolutely loving it because I thought it was the funniest film ever. Yeah, that works. 12-year-old being had taste. I was going to say high school. Oh, superhero movie as well. I haven't watched that for ages, but that's really good. That's really funny. Have you seen that? Mm-mm. It's Drake Bell, who we don't talk about. But uh, he gets bitten by a some sort of insect... Uh, but it's got Leslie Nielsen in it, who's From in the Naked, like, Naked Gun, Gun yeah. Naked Gun airplane. So it's funny. There's like a spoof, like a scary movie yeah, type. Yeah, it's a, it's, a, it's a spoof superhero movie, yeah. It's like ridiculous. Like There's a scene where um, he has really, Drake Bell gets really fast reactions and he surprises Leslie Nielsen, his granddad. As he turns around, he fires a nail gun at him and he catches it. <laughs> and he's like, how'd you do that? Oh, it's easier than you think. And his mate's got his hand on the... Um, just leaning on the counter and he just puts the nail gun up to it and just goes and nails his hand straight to the thing. Like, yeah, it doesn't seem that not that easy. But yeah, nice. it's just stupid humour like that. But yeah. Nice. And do you have one, Dom? Um Poor I... Dom's running out of films at this point. Yeah, I've I've got a shit film that's shit. If you want me to share my I watched a film that's on Netflix, came out recently, and it's fucking awful. What is it? It part two. Oh, you you hated it. Two. I thought it was so shit. The first, the first part was quite good, and I thought, oh, okay, so I'll watch the second part because that be. It was fucking awful. I thought, what a wasted. I've wow. wasted two hours of my life watching this shit. I, I, it wasn't great. I, it wasn't as good as the first one. I didn't think it was terrible. Oh, it was so bad, mate. So bad. Fucking James McAvoy. I like James McAvoy as well, and he ruined it. 
Fair. Ruining it. Ruined okay. it. Fair enough. Fair Give enough. me filth any day. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well... It's no don't look up, is it, Dom? No, absolutely not. <laughs> Would you say it was... You wouldn't say it was as as bad as that, surely? I don't know. It's pretty... Controversial opinion. It's I pretty didn't bad. Hate, I don't look up. You didn't hate Don't Look Up. I didn't hate it. I thought I've, it was all right. It's, it was never going to be the greatest work of. It was never going to be the greatest film ever. But like, I think for something that was a bit like, bit slapstick, bit not yeah, a little bit fu- funny, little bit like, uh, commentary. The like satire was quite good. I thought it was it was unsubtle to the nth degree. But like, I just thought it was quite. It was quite a sort of kitsch is that the right sort of word of like kitschy way of like just showing the what is actually a very serious issue mm. just yeah. Sam okay. saying it saying it like that whereas i would watch it for the rest of my life it part two for the rest of my life to not watch that again <laughs> there you go well at least there's not going to be a third it there's only two isn't there so they're from the books right so i'll say it's stephen king isn't it stephen king yeah would... Unless he writes a novel, and yeah, there'll be a there'll be a prequel, won't there? An there'll origin, be a, origin be a, story. The origins of Pennywise. There'll be Pennywise, it's Pennywise isn't it? Isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Oh, and it'll just be called Pennywise. Oh, that'll definitely yeah. happen. Yeah. Or it'll be a ten-part yeah. series or something. Yeah, it's coming. Don't worry, we're in it. <laughs> Dom, you're not meant to say that yet. Yeah, I'm just gonna write it now myself. <laughs> Do that can't take that long. Yeah, Do. it won't. <laughs> I've had a few people message about... So I explained about Dropbox on the last episode, Dom, and you weren't here. So said Dom and I wrote a pilot for a sitcom about 10, year, 10 years ago? No, couldn't be that. Maybe I'll... I saw something yeah. on Patreon about you writing something in the script, sending a script out, but I thought it was like, you've said recently that you're going to like stop doing your job and become a writer, and I thought it was Hell something yeah. to do with that. I didn't realise you wrote it 10 years ago. I must get my hands on this script. (laughs) Right. Well, hang on. There's two things here. Can I act in it? Can I act in it? Yes. Absolutely. Done. Done. Done audition. (laughs) That was the audition. There's two two things here. There's one where I'm I'm writing a screenplay for a movie now, which Dom wrote, read read a few weeks ago and gave me a great i a great suggestion which i need to put in uh but this is just like an ongoing dream project it will, no, nothing will ever happen but it's just the the dream you know but then dom and i wrote co-wrote a screenplay for something else or a, a script for a sitcom for a pilot i think it was about 10 years ago i think do you not think yeah if not more yeah and i have it on a hard drive and it's about working it's about working in blockbuster video but now in 2022 or whenever year it was the fact that it's no one goes in no one would use it all that sort of stuff and like live it working that sounds in a... like the start of an improv show you know where they're like where should our show take place in a blockbuster <laughs> <laughs> pretty much um but it's but it's, i mentioned it on the last episode and i've had at least five or six different people messaging or writing saying they really want to read it or want to know about it. And Sophie has suggested that maybe Dom and I should read it together for the first... Because we haven't read it in 10 years either, that we should read it together on the podcast and maybe read it through. And then, who knows, maybe people will be interested. People could put... You know, Ravens could add little bits and then we could submit it somewhere with, like... (laughs) 
all of the patrons and everyone gets a credit. Don't know, but you want to act in it, Seb. So you're going to be the star. Yeah, if, oh, if you insist. <laughs> Good. Well, Dom, do you think the premise could still work in today, or do you think it missed the boat because now, or maybe it's more relevant now because it's even more of a dead industry? Um, a bit of both, really, because it's a completely dead industry. It there, there's going to have to be some obvious changes. Um, but I don't think Blockbuster had fully died by that point. They were close, right. but maybe not had fully died by the time we, when we were sort of writing it and going through it. So um, it might need reworking to be some sort of different base model, but yeah. I or, mean the... or or you set it in like 2010. Yeah, yeah. It's like someone who still receives Love Film DVDs, do you know what I mean? That's kind of... Yes. Well... When did Blockbuster close down? 2012? Yeah, like around something there. like that. Yeah, yeah. I feel like I was—I was about to say how old I was going to be then, but oh, don't I, don't upset don't us. Wanna... <laughs> <laughs> well, okay, Seb, can we talk about the sing-off? Okay, because we we had a sing-off famously uh, last time you were here, Travis. Um, unfortunately, well, unfortunately for you, you know what happened. Um, the floor was very clean afterwards because I wiped you with it, um, and so. <laughs> You wiped me with the floor. Yeah, I picked up the whole floor and I wiped <laughs> you with it. Leave me be. <laughs> but what? How do you want to do it tonight? Because there's we've got a few different options. <clears throat> like we're thinking, Dom's. I asked Dom if he wanted to to partake, and he said he wanted to be a referee, right? Yeah, exactly. Um, I I'm familiar with Tony Braxton, and I think it fits my vocal chambers quite well. Um, and my flow, I think. Wait, hold on. Seb's just alluded to his age. Seb, are you familiar with Tony Braxton? If you were to sing it, I might. <laughs> oh, so scary. Seb, oh, we're so old. You don't, you don't know who Tony Braxton is. I'm break my heart. Oh yeah, maybe. Say you'll love me again. I know. <laughs> That's the next um, line. I'm, un- I'm unfortunately. I think uh, to be a different generation than someone, it is 12 years. And I think I'm, if in that case, I think I'm just inside your generation. Oh, so you're almost 12 years old. You're almost 12 years older than us. Okay, let's think of a different. (laughs) Joker. Yes, Um, you're young. Is it not One Tree Hill related? Is that not? Kind of what I said as well. I'd said the same thing, Seb. This is a One Tree Hill podcast. Is it? Some. <laughs> debatable at this point. I mean, how long have you guys been on? About four hours at this point. This Luckily, about 45 minutes before you joined, we started. and We haven't actually hit on the fucking main topic. Okay. Well, I've had my phone open with my episode notes for hours at this point. Run out of battery. Um, yeah. All right, all right. But no, I, did, I did have to run and get this, so... Uh... <laughs> Okay, well then, well we could do the theme song. I think we could do it line for line. Ooh. I'll do a line, you do a line. I, you know, so you know, and then we could Dom can judge. Oh God! But we should be able to do it, interpret it in the way that we want. The difference here, Seb, is I've got variety, you know, and talent to be able to take it in different. Sorry, sorry, what? I sorry what? <laughs> sorry, what? To take it into different directions. In fact, Dom, you could throw out a genre, right? Uh, you know, or a style, sorry. You know, operatic, a meatloaf situation, oh, a Tony okay. Braxton, you know, or whatever. And 
I'm not scared to take it there. Okay. 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 Um, I'm I'm happy to do that. Would you want to? Do you want to kind of do a few lines? So let's say like the first few lines of the song as that sure. genre, and then we'll flip flip over to to like Seb for example, new genre. He'll get to do the same lines just yeah. so t- for fairness reasons. Yeah, and, yeah, and then yeah. you can repeat the same lines if you want. You can do the rest of the song if you want. Depends depends on on what you're feeling. And then at the end, can we just go OG style, just to big finale? Yeah, definitely. Go with your own voice, your own. We got yeah, we got passion. to do Gavin DeGraw justice, you know. Yeah, and maybe he's we almost can... certainly listening. So certainly listening, but doesn't reply to Instagram. So <laughs> does he not? <laughs> come on, Gavin. Gavin. Come on, Gavin. Come on, mate. Gavin! Come on, mate. <laughs> sort yourself out. There you go. Sort your shit out, Gavin. <laughs> okay, well should we should we let's do one tree hill first and that let let's let that be the finale. Um so big episode. Seb obviously you chose this episode. Any particular reason, any particular connection or meaning to you? None at all. It's just near enough to my favourite episode ever, which you can probably guess what it is by now. Um, it's uh, also the list of episodes was running dry when I became a raven. So I was just like, I need to pick an episode quickly. Um, but yeah, it's I, I, quite, I do quite like in the fact that it like ties up a lot of the... Because obviously you have uh, the sort of... Um, what's the film called it's a wonderful life mm-hmm. style episode of series of episode 10 i like that this kind of ties up all the loose ends of uh 409 and speaking of tying up a loose end i don't you haven't got there yet so you won't know but dom and i i'm just getting getting up on my phone dom and i had a disagreement on the rating of course. and it, and but it was to a point that neither of us would budge on that previous episode on the it's a wonderful life episode I had it at a nine, Dom had it at a seven, and we couldn't decide, so we put it to a vote on Patreon. Did you? I'm assuming you didn't participate in the vote, Seb, because you're not. No, I haven't listened yet. But um, what would you give it? Is it either nine or seven? It's just nine or seven, yeah. I can see why Dom's given it a seven, and I already know for a fact that the this four eleven is. Wait, uh, hang on. No, no, wait. Just before you answer, I've just brought it up, and I, I, it is. I don't know if you can see that. It's not on there. Okay, it is fifty-fifty. It is fifty-fifty, and I can. There's there was there's been thirty-two votes, so it's six. uh, It's uh, sixteen apiece. Um, so your vote right now will be the will be the deciders, Seb, of what it goes down to as a seven or a nine. Do you want me to read you some of the comments underneath for some of the debates? I mean, go on then, go on then. A lot of people, a, a lot of people were saying um, I would give it an eight, but if I have to go one way, then they're either going a seven or a nine, depending on it. People are saying, you know, without Keith's appearance, Lucas would not open his eyes. Dot 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 dot. There's other stuff. Oh no, is there is there time difference? Yeah, I've got I've got Marine trying to get in the what in the waiting room. The, oh, they just had daylight savings. Yeah, their t- their times have changed, but ours, our, we've got another couple of weeks to go. We've got so. another two weeks or so. Yeah. Is that is that just Canada or, or all of North America? The US as well, yeah. North America. Oh boy. Okay. I'll let them know. <laughs> um 
you know the Keith Lucas uh, the Keith Lucas stuff in the hallway uh, is the only thing that made me vote nine. Uh, yes, yeah, same here. I can't wait for Dom to dot dot dot. <laughs> uh, I probably would give an eight, but you just won't let us. So going for a nine, things like what? that, and then people, a lot of people saying the same, but you won't let us go eight, so we're going for a seven. So Seb, it is on your shoulders. Are you giving that a nine or a seven? Right. I haven't watched this episode for pretty much bang on a year. But it does feel in the same category of the Topsy-Turvy episode. But it's better than the Topsy-Turvy episode, though. This is like the ending of The Apprentice. You just don't know who's going to fire. <laughs> The power's in my hand. Um, I'm power hungry, what can I say? Um, 32 people are relying on you. <laughs> or 16 different people. Um, or, uh, this is unfair, because I haven't watched it. Uh, Keith seven. was in it. Keith was in it! Seb, Keith was in it! Yeah! Seven, no, giving it seven, an eight. seven, seven, it seven. You can't give it an eight, is it? Without this episode, it, Lucas doesn't understand how important it is for him being a good person. His actions have affected the people around him, and he has now been reminded of that. This is actually almost the end of his grieving process, because now he can move on and better those around him. It is very important. Very. And you also get Keith and Dan together, which is lovely to see. Lovely to see them back. But also... The weight of Dan knowing what he's done and potentially trying to pay for his own sins. Dare I say, Seb, it's time to open your eyes and grant this a nine. Well, I've already made my decision, haven't I? Is that is it? I think this is unfair, personally. I think this is unfair to put me in this position. Okay, so shall we? This is why I'm Team Dom. Okay, well, we will extend the poll for another couple days then, shall we say, or until next week's episode. And Seb, in that time, feel free to review the episode uh, and then cast your vote like the other Ravens. Sounds good. (laughs) But no, in this instance, you have not helped in the slightest. Um, (laughs) That's fine. So harsh. (laughs) I'm joking. I've not helped your cause, is what you're saying. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> well, okay. Seb, who? What? Which character do you want to start with? Um. Oh, wait. Before we start, can I polish up two things from like what I've been, what that I was going to message you about, but I was coming on the podcast to talk to you about anyway. Please. About what you've said in the last, the Marines that you were talking about. I can't remember when you were talking about like who the Marines are. The Marines are a subsection of the Navy. Uh, and then the if you want to go proper hardcore you have a subsection of the marines called the sbs who are special boat service who are the equivalent of the sas but they're like hardcore my dad had two friends in the sbs and they were like the two first sets of boots on the falkland islands way back when but like two weeks before the falkland war technically started sort of thing like they were there before anyone realized and he said they were mental (laughs) like things like they decided one evening to take the police for a what they called a cross-country run. It was them getting chased by the police, but they decided to take Plod for a little charge around London. <laughs> and apparently, during the Falklands, they were the Argentines were so bad that uh, the SAS and the SBS decided to basically have a practice match with live rounds. 
That's how mental these blokes are. Jesus. Wow. Um, yeah. And also, as a teacher, uh, Nick, the worst teacher in the world. Uh, <laughs> honestly, like, yeah, he, okay, he slept with a student. That's like point, that's strike one. But like, you're trained as a teacher to not to not be one on one in a uh, with a student in a classroom. So like shutting the door with him and Rachel, and then all these accusations coming out. Like he kind of has himself to blame. Basically, he doesn't do anything right. Good point. Very good point. Man's a joke. Anyway, <laughs> sorry. Where do we want to start? Um, <laughs> oh, um, can we get um, Brooke and Rachel out of the way? Of course, of course, cat suits. Do you, uh, who do you want to do the synopsis? Uh, I'll give it a quick whirl, and then I'll leave yeah. it to Dom later on. I'll, I'll, I'll take the unimportant stuff. Um, <laughs> That's usually my role, but yes, good. So, uh, Brooke has been told that she's failing calculus. Calculus? Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, by Rachel. And she obviously needs to pass it if she wants to leave high school. Uh, so she takes a te- she retakes the test or takes a test or something. And uh, she's uh, never been more confident for a test in her life, but flunks it. Uh, as a result, her and Rachel decide to use the key that Rachel swiped off Haley to go and steal the test answers or the test. I wasn't quite sure. I think it was the test answers. Mm-hmm. Uh, and while they're in their apparently um, impractical cat burglar outfits, uh, they run into Principal Turner, so they have to become members of the clean teens. And, yeah, it's just it's a bit interesting. And they don't want to be there, and that's kind of it, I think. And, uh, yeah, they just become members of the clean teens at the end. It's, it's very much, like, played for laughs, isn't it? Like their whole storyline, really. Because even, like, when Shelley from the Clean Teens approaches them in the classroom to say, you know, you guys can be clean teens, and Brooke says, oh, you're trying to save uh, save the school one Rachel at a time, you know? Um, <laughs> yeah. And they're calling Some each other. Some of the other. writing there is, like, it's almost so clunky, it's funny. <laughs> like, it's so bad, it's, like, funny. Like, um, be there or be sluts. Like, yeah, like, like so clunky, it's ridiculous. But like, like I love the writing of Audrey Hill, but that was a guess. Uh, what was I was like? Oh, um, her, her door is always open. Oh, just like Rachel's legs. Yeah, <laughs> and things like you still look like a slut. You still smell like a whore. Like this stuff. Oh, that annoys me. Like then, oh, just like the way they basically like they still insult each other, but now they're friends. Like, oh, mm. give me a break. <laughs> they're, they're trying to. I, sorry, I really dislike Rachel. She can go do one. Honestly. Oh, absolutely, hundred percent. Still on that bandwagon. I remember as well. when I last came on, she just appeared, and I was really trying to be diplomatic about my opinions of Rachel because you hadn't really formed any yet, Dom. And now I'm just like, yeah, fuck Rachel. <laughs> I hate her too. <laughs> <laughs> like on Friends, the I hate Rachel fan club. Yeah. <laughs> yes, we definitely do. <laughs> I, I think that they're they're playing it like as if it's Mean Girls, isn't it? The movie that they're yeah. bit and but it just feels a bit like we feels like Brooke is better than doing this, or feels like she's deeper than this, and this feels like her really um, did diving into her shallow self, which is a bit of an oxymoron, isn't it? Uh, is that how you feel, Dom? Well, their kind of storyline and and this episode in particular. 
really um, kind of smashes in the teen drama aspect. Mm. Um, uh, and th- that kind of kind of changes the whole sort of premise of the show for me a little bit because it, it hasn't been that really up until this point it, there's there's been so many different things and different aspects and uh themes that have come up throughout you know the show from start to now and them and the clean teens and the parading around school and the sleeping with the teacher and just continuously like badgering each other and stealing a test and stuff this really hits home of teen drama, like their bit, but the rest of it is kind of not, if that makes sense. So, it, yeah, it's it's difficult to watch. I, I don't enjoy these bits um, as much as, you know, I, I think I would rather see um, uh, Rachel gone, for one, uh, and then um, Brooke and uh, Peyton back insulting each other, but, you know, talking about, fucking life and sorting out clothes over bros or whatever and doing designs for that and just actually like progressing in some way rather than you know what kind of what they're doing now which just feels like it's very yeah just sort of standard teen drama stuff it's one of those things it's like whenever lucas and nathan fall out you're like oh come on guys like they're gonna get back they're gonna go back to being friends shortly like can we just get on with it and carry on with the story sort of thing like Brooke and Peyton are going to have to be friends again at some point. They can't go the next, how, how long have we got left? Five, four and a half series with hating each other. The show's going to get old. Mm. So, like, you're just like, when's that going to happen? And Brooke can stop being friends with Rachel and she can go back to trying to shag her Uncle Cooper. Yeah, whatever hole she came out of, she can crawl straight back in. But <laughs> 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 well, what do you think about it, Osai? Uh, I said Sai. I know. I instantly just wanted to go, Mun, Mun. Simon. Yeah. Uh, no, I liked it. I liked it. Play around with him. See how it feels. Um, talking about the Simon thing. The Sai. Okay. okay. So, <laughs> I think that, yeah, I just think it's really shallow and I think it's, a bit pointless it's not doing anything we're not moving anywhere it's it's sort of played for laughs and that's fine but it's not i think you've you've like like what you both just said it's like one tree hill is better than this like we we expect better storylines than this we've dealt with really serious things and so yeah sometimes you need some light relief but i think the light relief was already handled in this episode with the mouth and Gigi situation yeah. even though that was a bit more serious like as in mm. that it ended with a more sentimental point there was a reason to it but there was that was played for laughs so we don't need this other stuff being played for laughs and it's kind of like basically making fun of people that want to be you know want to save themselves for marriage or whatever and now look it's I get the point of it is that it's an extreme, you know, but it's also sort of saying, look, laugh at these weirdos that that don't want to have sex. And it's like, well, actually, there's plenty of people that probably do feel that way. And when you get older, um, I mean, there, I think it's sometimes, well, you could debate it. But in, from my own opinion, I think it's sometimes better to feel like, oh, maybe I wish I was a bit more reserved in some regards you know and not so frivolous and uh you can't 
you're not necessarily going to regret some people might some people might feel like oh I wish I was a bit more out there when I was younger and other people might feel like I wish I wish I was a bit more mindful um but either way I think it's sort of being played to you're supposed to laugh at the clean teens and maybe that's not that's not the best message and I think that probably wouldn't uh be there today yeah I think that's I think that's a fair comment. Definitely, yeah, I totally agree with that. And um, yeah, the whole sort of Principal Turner appearing and questioning why they were there, and then that was kind of like the only option. So we're going to join this little group um, rather than, oh, we had some cheer practice because we're both cheerleaders and this is what <laughs> we were trying to do. You know, rather than yes. thinking something sensible, we're going to join the closest thing that was near us. You know, we're going to go into this room where there's, these clean teens are. Um, yeah, it it didn't make sense to me. And then Principal Turner's like weird little wave at the end. Like I kind of I so didn't awkward. get that at all. It's just so very awkward. Odd. Well, yeah. when when he walked in and saw them in the cat suits, and he was like at the beginning in the hallway, and he was just like, "Oh, what do we have here?" I was like, "This is the start of a porn scene. This <laughs> is <Mr>. how Chavez. <laughs> <laughs> what do we have here? Well." Come into my office. Like, okay, imagining all age appropriate. But that was basically like the dialogue from a porno. Not that I know. This is what I've read in textbooks. <laughs> the porno textbook. I like to read scripts. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, Simon watches porn for the plot. Yes, <laughs> for the script writing, Just for the dialogue. All the naughtiness. <laughs> oh, so she but Come wasn't... on, I want a good story arc. Character <laughs> development. To all of these plumbers. Yeah, yeah. Why is the photocopier always broken? <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, yeah. I think we handled that quite well and it quickly went into porn. But um... <laughs> We were doing so well. Oh, dear. The Clean Teen t-shirts are something I imagine that if you went to a One Tree Hill convention that there's bound to be one person wearing it. But I just feel like it's something that as soon as you walk out of that One Tree Hill convention... <laughs> yeah, it's... when the context isn't there. <laughs> yeah. It's good, yeah, it's going to look odd, isn't it? Because it's, it's literally got Virgin for Life written on the back, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah. Like... It's just the way they're like, yeah, but virgin till marriage isn't like as pithy or something. You're like, <laughs> okay, but they can, but they can still brook themselves. So, <laughs> that whole thing, ridiculous, but hilarious. <laughs> um, okay, so who do you want to talk about now, Seb? Oh, um, can we do mouth and Gigi? Please. I feel like this is one of those episodes where people very much operate in pairs and don't really move outside of the pairs. Yeah, true. Um, uh, our poor mouth in this episode, man. Like mouth gets mouth cops a lot of hate, and like I think I mentioned this last time that like, yeah, Mark Schwann saying that his mouth is dangerous and icky and horrible because there's the whole like nice guy trope, which is just disgusting, and um, which means that men can do no wrong because they call themselves a nice guy like um but yeah mouth i genuinely do like and i think he's and i feel really bad from here because it's just the, the way he spends the whole episode being like 
I'm going to get broken up with and there's nothing I can do. And the fact that Gigi is adamant about doing it through technology is really funny. Also, what kind of flip phone in 2006 had FaceTime? In, ha- in HD. HD FaceTime. People. Yeah, like, it'd just be like two pixels dancing around, surely. But like, <laughs> um, yeah, it's just that she's so adamant about doing it over technology. It's <laughs> just when he arrives, like, got your Evite. Like, <laughs> I I like that she um she's like my preference is I am like you yeah. know <laughs> He's like, oh great well, well you know what I wouldn't want to inconvenience you so just go ahead like <laughs> but it had a great bigger point right because it's actually that he's gonna move on. And she's still got more time in high school, and so she needs to be free. He needs to be free in college, and it's they both like each other, but you know, it's, it's the best move for both of them. I mean, yeah. Dom, how did you she's feel two about two years? She's two years below him if she's a sophomore, right? So, like, that's sixteen and eighteen is a big age gap. Yeah, like, especially it's a big then... two years. Like the difference between twenty four and twenty six not big at all. Like. Um, 16 and 18 is big that's a good way of putting it it's a good way of putting it yeah, there's some weird ones like that isn't there when like people are like uh, like 4 or 5 years older than each other but it's like that works when you're an adult but it doesn't work so much when you're like you know 18 to whatever it would be yeah. you know yeah my parents are 5 years and so like, but they met when they were my dad was early 30s and my mum was or well, maybe even a bit older so like yeah the difference there like yeah you're yeah. grown it's different exactly like everyone's an adult at that point yeah because it's not necessarily <laughs> sorry you know... i mean that in like everyone has done their growing up and you like to think as everyone is mature not as in like age you, you know what i mean we know what you mean <laughs> it, it's about <laughs> a, it's about a mental Having exactly. the mental uh, maturity, you know, and and some people get that at different ages. Like I don't think I was properly an adult adult until I was probably in like my late twenties, really. <laughs> like you know, as a man child, still am really. But uh, Dom, how did you find the GG mouth stuff? I mean, are you sad that it's over because you like GG. Yeah, I think Gigi's a good character, but I I thought it was quite funny the way she approached it. She's like, hi, Mouth, I'm going to break up with you. And he's like, oh, okay. I'm thinking of breaking up with you. Because that's how she asked him out, wasn't it? She's like, I'm going to ask you out later. Yeah. I'm going to ask you on a date. What do you want me to wear sort of thing? (laughs) It only took three weeks for her to realize. Um, (laughs) So, yeah, it was a bit of a surprise when it it came up and when it happened, because I thought, okay, these these could last, but clearly Mouth can't tie anyone down. So, I mean... (laughs) Physically, he can tie people down um, because he's a psychopath. But Mm -hmm. um, yeah, got to carry on Jimmy's work. Yeah, (laughs) the legacy. The legacy. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. I just thought um, the fact that she says she wants to sort of hang out with people her own age and kind of she like she's kind of missing out on friendships because she's hanging out with him and he's obviously a lot older and then he's going to disappear and she's then going to have to gonna have to work quite hard to sort of regain those maybe those friendships and you know fix that age gap um uh, and kind of reclaim some some of her kind of like earlier years you know in these years where she's sort of really taking on high school and you know developing as into into a young woman so 
it's it's difficult and it's not nice to see you know these little couples split up because they're quite a sweet little couple but i i understand the reasoning i get the reasoning it it kind of makes sense uh, and she does it in such a nice way and then mouth has his like menage a trois with you know Haley and lucas which is you know oh i've forgotten about that i like that bit there it's just the way know, that like it's just his it dream just, isn't it it's like lucas <laughs> lucas and Haley and basically end up bickering and he's just like oh god this isn't helping and like just can't deal with it it's like i came to you guys for help yeah and that, that almost sort of kicks off lucas into thinking more about jimmy and so on and so forth but yeah that was a nice moment as well because we don't get to see Lucas and Haley together as much anymore. Like without or Lucas and Mouth as much. Like, mm. like you always forget. Like, yeah, exactly. And also Haley and Mouth as well. So you forget that like all of them would have been friends for years because of the Rivercourt and all that sort of stuff. And like, I think whenever you see Haley with the Rivercourt guys, you almost forget that like like Haley and Skills have a really nice friendship. I don't think we've seen it completely yeah so, yeah like i didn't think there are better episodes coming up that show their friendship but they do have a really nice friendship and i think you forget a lot of the times that actually like they were the original they were part of the original friendship group mm. yeah for real what well, and uh okay who who do you want to go into now so decisions um uh I think I also watched series four, episode nine last night, so I'm trying to remember what's not in there. Um, <laughs> uh, Dan and Karen, or they're not really paired together, are they? I don't know. Well, Karen, yeah, Karen's only the end. Yeah, her Karen's only function. Right her only function really is a little bit with Haley, and then that bit with Dan. Yeah. See, so we can tie them together. I think pairs. Yeah. Um, should we just do Dan? Is that Dan by himself? Yeah. Yeah, and then they've got Deb, who's by herself, and then oh, Peyton and Lucas and Neely, don't we? Oh, Deb. Deb. Well, who who do you want to do the synopsis? Dom, go for it. On Dan, yeah? Yeah, Dan. Okie dokie, here we go. I'll he do my best. It. He loves it. <laughs> he knows. And he knows. Uh, if you could uh, slip an impression in while you're there, that'd be wonderful. I'll do my absolute best. I'll throw one in. <laughs> so People we... what they want. We start off with uh, Dan in jail. Uh, he's, you know, looking beautiful in an orange jumpsuit, I have to say. It does suit him, although he does look better in a suit. I think Nathan says that later on. Um, but his lawyer comes to him and says, OK, the arraignment is set for this date. This is what we're going to do. We're going to plead not guilty. We're going to go for this. We're going to try for that. And he says, no, no, I'm going to plead guilty. I did this. And this is this is pure like killing Keith guilt coming out of Dan. Um, and he thinks, you know, he deserves to be where he is. And I think, wow, you know, maybe maybe he should have stayed where he was. Um, I'd like to say, you know, my prediction came true, which we'll get to in a minute. Um, <laughs> so um, we we then move on, and uh, Dan is visited by Nathan. Is he visited by Nathan? Gets a visit, and he says uh, to Nathan, he's going to yes, plead guilty. Yeah. Can I just say it's a really good shot when they're doing that because when you're looking from Nathan's perspective, you no. When you're looking at Dan, you can see Nathan in a reflection, and then when you're looking from at Nathan, the the other way around. And it's really good because um, it's hard you ca- you can't see the camera or anything like that, and it's hard to use reflections like that without seeing like the production crew. I thought it was a really nice touch. Funny enough. When that was happening, so on my rewatch, I was looking so hard to see if there was a mistake there. I found a mistake somewhere else in the episode. Oh, but not there. 
Not there. Okay. Where did, where was the mistake? <laughs> uh, at the graveyard. With, with the dates or something. Yeah. The, the the you see Keith's grave. I actually took pictures of my Ooh. television, which I'll, I'll be willing to share with you now. But we're going to jump into this very quickly because I think it's important. Hell but yeah! This is this is Lucas at Keith's grave. Okay. Yeah. So, so he was thirty six when he died. Oh. The death, the death date is obscured, but it clearly says the twenty third of something two thousand and six. Yeah. Clearly. Uh-huh. Uh, and then we look at Jimmy Edwards when he says he died on the 1st of March, 2006. So I'm not sure how that happened, but there's a big disparity. It's a long between... episode, that one. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so long that it's like fucking 22 days. It spanned worth. months. Yeah. Or it might so be there's... the month before. It's just a week apart. And maybe they didn't pronounce him dead for a week. They were they were crossing our fingers. Maybe we just leave him for a few days. He yeah. might come back. He'll wake up eventually. I think we're reaching a little bit, guys. Uh, <laughs> let's just say they tried to cover up the month with the flowers. They didn't successfully cover up the date. Still and then got they, the wrong number. Yeah, and they got the number wrong. Yeah, uh, that's fair. Saying, so. well I don't spied. know if anyone else has ever noticed that, but I was watching it. I had to rewind it twice. To check, <laughs> to make sure, because I was like, hang on a minute, <laughs> that says he died on the 23rd or something, and then uh, old Jimbo said the first, so, but, yeah. But you see how Jimmy was only a year younger than us? Yeah. Dom and yeah, I, yeah, Dom and I yeah. are, in 80, are 87, and uh, what, was, what was that, Seb? What was that mm-hmm. look? What was that? Inhale. Like a, oh God. It was like a sharp inhale. It's just sick in his mouth. (laughs) (laughs) No, I think I'm more concerned for you when you find out. To be fair, one of the girls I work with was born in 2000, if that makes you feel any better. That's not even a thing, is it? She is the millennium bug, by the way. (laughs) I'm a 90s baby, so I'm all right. Yeah, you're allowed. We let you in. Even if it's 99, I can kind of accept it, but... (laughs) Is that not your 99? Yeah, okay, yeah. horrendous. Oh my God. <laughs> we've, we've reviewed movies here that came out in 99 that, that, we, that we remember so going enti- to watch. I'd like to think that most of the movies you review as a mighty 90s podcast are <laughs> older than me. Well, they are. And we, we have memories of going to see them at the cinema and stuff. Mm. And I'm not your youngest raven, though, am I? No. That's, is it Marie? Marie. Who, Marie one, of, a... one of the girls in high school, isn't she? She's like six, sixteen, seventeen, maybe seventeen. When was she born? About two thousand seven, then, like two thousand six, then. That's crazy. She's 16. That's oh crazy. no! <laughs> that makes me feel so old. <laughs> and Marine, you shouldn't be listening to this content. Either. Go to bed, <laughs> Marine. It's past your bedtime, Marine. Yeah. <laughs> oh, well, she's no, the OG sniper. I... So be careful. Yeah, I was going around singing High School Musical the other day, and like, I was like, I was singing. I was like, oh, they're like, why are you singing High School Musical? And I was like, oh, because it's great. And I looked at them, and I realised that some of the kids I teach were born in 2013 because they're nine. Oh God, I got married in 2013. <laughs> nine, and you're like, oh, good lord! Like, you weren't even close to being alive for High School Musical, like. I've never seen High School Musical. Is it too get late? Get watching, my friend. Get watching. The music's incredible. One, uh, three's the best, then two, then one. Oh. Surprising enough. But 
it's that's probably in terms of the music order as well but then it's basically the same film three times so. <laughs> i like that i'm obsessed with the mighty ducks that's that remedy <laughs> pretty much <laughs> yeah the music's class uh i we we went to watch a game at the some of my friends of mine we went to watch a game at the in cardiff the west africa game in the autumn and uh we i was we were all so tired we're like oh i could sleep in the car and then my friend put on High School Musical 3 and we spent the whole bit going down the motorway, like, belting out all the songs. And my friend's boyfriend was like, I thought I knew this, but, like, this is different level. Like, <laughs> harmonies going. It was insane. Nice. I like that. Nice. Shall good. I jump back to Dan? Keep going. Yeah, Dan. sorry. I was I like, where the hell did okay. we get? It's all good. It's all good. It's, it's, all good. What, it's so, what we do here. It's fine. <laughs> Dan has his vi- Dan has his visit. No mistakes uh, from uh, Nathan. It's a really nice moment. Touching, they're talking. He says he's going to accept guilt. Nathan's like, no, no, it was me. I'm going to hand myself in. He's like, no, don't do it. I deserve this. You you can be a better person and live your life. And this this is kind of where I need to be. Is sort of the message he's trying to share with Nathan. Some nice bits of wisdom. It was a nice father son moment. We don't get those often. Hopefully, we get a few more uh, come in until Dan becomes like this crazy evil bastard again um and then we get to the next scene where we see the lawyer and the lawyer comes in and says um oh i did enjoy actually so i just go back to it where he says you want the good news or the bad news he's like you're my lawyer it's always bad news that was that was a funny moment uh and then the lawyer reappears and says um it turns out uh dante died on impact brilliant we we knew this was coming didn't we chaps this was I was going to say, was it was this the prediction that you alluded to earlier? This I predicted that Dante would yeah. have died on impact because Dan, there's no way Dan can be in prison for this long. Because I also have in my notes where where do I write? Am I the only one who thought that he died from the crash anyway? Like <laughs> no, the, from the moment Nathan pulls him out of the car, you're like, well, he's dead. He's dead. Yeah. <laughs> like, I, I can't remember what my initial thought was. I don't think I did. I think I just was led down the garden path because I, I'm pretty I'm a pretty easy, easy audience yeah, easy audience member. Seb, Seb, Seb. Pretty easy <laughs> audience member. I pretty much will just go with what they tell me. It's only now that we look at things so, Seb, please. It's only now that we look at things in more detail that I start to question these things more. Like Dom always says he can't trust anyone in T V because of Dan Scott. I kind of feel like that. I'm not as jaded as him. But um <laughs> Such a broken man. <laughs> hey, but, Simon, uh, it says gullible on the ceiling. <laughs> Where? <laughs> I get it. I get it, Seb. We, weren't, oh, we, were born in, we were born in the 80s, baby. We know what's <laughs> up. We know who Tony Braxton is. Um, but... <laughs> Poor Tony. I'm going to have to Google him after this, aren't I? Him? Him? Oh, oh, um, whoever. That's a... <laughs> It's a, don't worry, Seb. Don't worry. It's right, an I'm, easy I'm mistake googly, to make. Googling it right now. Tony with an eye, my friend. Tony with an eye. <laughs> I'm breaking my heart. When you hear the song, you'll know it instantly. You'll know it instantly. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, oh, Tracy Braxton, uh, sister of Tony Braxton, dies at 50. Oh, that's not what Oh, wow. Okay, don't, bring us, don't bring us all this bad news. So. Well, it took a turn, didn't it? <laughs> <laughs> okay, back to Dan. Anyway, yeah, sorry. I'm going to Dan. Dan. He's taking hours. So Dan is is released, no charge. He didn't kill Dante. Nathan didn't kill Dante. Killed on impact. 
we knew that was going to happen. I'm glad that prediction came true. Very happy with that. Uh, and then he does a press conference and he says, I want the people of Tree Hill to decide whether I should still be mayor or not, which I think, bold move, really great. And But I think he's been really sincere at this moment and he's actually kind of like pouring his heart out and saying, I've done something terrible. It was It was a horrible thing to do. If I shouldn't be mayor, I want you kind of people to decide. And this makes him even more popular, which is which is amazing. Uh, it, all the meanwhile, like Nathan doesn't know he's out yet and is confused about life. Sorry, can I just add as, as what I meant to say is, okay, so he pulled Dante's dead body out, but then he punched a dead body in the face several times. Is that still not some sort of a crime? Or if they're dead, it doesn't count anymore? Because I feel like there's still rights. I mean... <laughs> you can't make him any more dead, can you? Okay. I think you're asking the wrong people this. Yeah. But say, say this was. Let's pretend it's not Dante, right? Let's say it's mm. Dom, right? Okay. And sounds okay. similar. Kind of, the first syllable Poor almost Dom, sounds though. similar. Well, it's probably. Dante. He's got da in it. it. It's Dom's fault for trying to run over Haley, you know? But. Oh. <laughs> Damn it, Dom. I was aiming for Rachel. <laughs> <laughs> but. If, as my friend, if I found out that someone had punched Dom's unconscious face, um, you don't die in this scenario. I can't take that, Dom. So you're unconscious, and some. Well, I no, because would... then you change the whole thing. The well, whole point is that he's I don't dead. want to talk about Dom being dead. Right, okay, okay, Rachel dies. Okay, Rachel's dead. Fine. Felix is dead. He came back to hey, kill there Rachel. We go. Okay, yeah. right. But let's pretend Felix. I'm yeah. Felix's long lost brother somehow and i'd be like hey you can't punch my dead brother in the face i feel like there's some sort of crime there still is there not again none the wiser dom don't let anyone punch my dead body in the face if you let that happen and don't press charges i'll be really pissed with you okay if i press charges i say i want to press charges i want him this person done for assault it may even be your wife. Uh, I want them done for assault. Jesus <laughs> Christ. Uh, <laughs> uh, I want them done for assault. And what are they going to do? Gonna go, okay, we'll get a statement from the victim. Oh, wait. No, because you witnessed oh, it. Oh, wait, you can't. <laughs> so you're just going to give up. Is that right? You're oh, not no, going to no, do no. nothing. I'll campaign. Campaign for the rights of the dead. Well, can you... Will you do... Dead people want rights too. Yeah. <laughs> well, can you do something... Next, they'll be asking to vote. <laughs> Can can you beat up that person for me? Will you not get me to get some street justice then? Why don't you just do some good haunting? Because uh, I don't. I shouldn't have to do anything. I was I was the victim of a crime. <laughs> I will I will defend your honor. Avenge me. I will punch them in the face several times as well. Okay, harder than they punched me. Yes. Good. And wear the face Unless... mask of me that I'm going to give to your girlfriend. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> that sounds wrong out of context, uh, but you'll, you'll get it. You'll understand when you get there. <laughs> Sorry, continue, Dom. Anyway, Dan eventually goes home uh, after he, he sees Nathan again in his mayor office and he says, you didn't kill Dante, you know, I didn't buy my way out of jail. This was, this was genuine. I was going to stay. Nathan's a little bit unsure about it. Not, I don't, I don't know whether Nathan really believes him, you know, whether he bought his way out or not, but at the end of the day, he gets it and he sort of leaves him there and appreciates what his dad has done for him. And then, uh, he goes home, Dan goes home and there's, uh, 
paper cuttings and stuff, calling him a murderer all over the wall. Uh, is it significant that Deb has recently broken herself out of her rehab and this has happened at the same time? Who knows? Um, but it, yeah, uh, slight convenience. Uh, and this is all over his wall. And this is the moment that Karen appears uh, because Karen has worked out that it was actually Nathan that pun- was punched Dante several times because she sees his hand and can see all the bruises when he goes to basically collect Haley, And um, she starts pulling some of the stuff off the wall. And then um, it's like uh, Dan then has to admit, like, or, like he tr- tries to say, I, I didn't buy my way out. This this was genuine. I was going to take the fall for it and I was going to do my time in prison for my son. And he, he does this weird thing where he says, uh, you're a mother, Karen. Uh, you understand. And it doesn't make sense to me. It's like she knows she's a mother. Um, you fathered the child. So um, it's a bit odd. Um, and he, he throws that in there. But yeah, and then she hugs him and then it's all like happy dappy. And then right at the end, he's kind of looking at the stuff that's still on the wall. And then he starts to pull them off himself. Well, and she says um, he, she gives him a hug and he says what's that for and she said oh I thought I saw someone I used to know I thought that was a nice moment I like that I like mm. that line that's good One Tree Hill writing yeah but also can we just talk about the fact that uh, Nathan throws 90% of the punches with his right hand I think he goes four with his right and one with his left and, and then holds up his left hand and you're like <laughs> Surely there are other ways that Karen could spot that Nathan threw the punches than just putting the bruises on the wrong bloody hand. <laughs> Come on, people! I didn't even. I didn't right-handed. Even, I didn't even think of that. See, again, I'm an easy audience member. See, I wouldn't have. So this is the thing because I went back and watched four or nine because I was like, I got, I got time in my evening. I'm gonna go watch the best episode, and I also wanted to watch Dom's reactions as well. When he was like, find the hoodie. Um, but uh, yeah, and so I was like, I made a mental note when he's like, yeah, always and forever. And um, I was like, don't think he'd have punched with his left hand. And then when I watched it, I was like, yeah, that's four with his right, one with his left, I'm fairly certain. On a Good dead face. On a I dead like face. Yeah. <laughs> Dante's cold, dead face. <laughs> Poor Rick Fox, man. Uh, that's where I've just got to when I was listening. When you were just like emailed his agent, really exciting. <laughs> and 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 <laughs> haven't heard. <laughs> not interested. <laughs> Still haven't heard. I'm, Two I'm... word response. Have you not? I was say because you. When did you record that a while ago? Then three weeks ago. Yeah. So I give him another go. Check out just to go on yeah. the back of my last email. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like um, passive aggressive office talk. Like, as, per my, as per my last email yeah. also known as read my fucking email yeah. file is attached yeah. <laughs> see Paul Johansson cc'd in he approves this message get a, se- get a separate email I'm Dan, from Paul yeah. I'm Dan Scott and I approve this message it's like video Karen throwing something through the window yeah I like that I like that well nothing will ever be as bad as Lee Norris's agent saying Lee said he'll pass those four words. Those four Damn words. It. Damn him to hell. Damn. Broke my heart. No, I I've saw... always hated mouth. <laughs> I saw something earlier. Or no. Or... Who was it? It was like someone saying that they'd been offered this podcast or offered this... Oh, it's Colin Farrell on the Hot Ones. You, you watch Hot Ones? The hot... It's a YouTube interview thing where they eat spicy wings and they get hotter during the interview. And uh, he was like... 
the guy that was interviewing him was like, you know, we've reached out to your agent loads and loads of times to try and get you on because Colin Farrell was like, oh, I can't believe it's taken so long to get on here. And Colin Farrell was like, no, I never got any of their messages. <laughs> Told you, they don't go through. They're filtered, they're massively filtered. Agents decide what what works. I bet you get. didn't even get, I bet like that didn't even come from the agent. That came from like, the agent secretary, secretary secretary yeah as an assistant or something like yeah. that but agent, agents won't pass it along it, unless it's yeah. unless it's like beneficial to them in a lot of cases i guarantee, yeah, like, I guarantee it but it's like football agents they're all in it to make the, like um riola is it riola like pogba's agent and stuff it's yeah to make it, he's making a quick buck isn't he like mm. it's all about percentages and how much of it they get and so we need to we need to get to lee ourselves yes lee because Lee will almost certainly go, I've never heard of this. <laughs> <laughs> we'll say, well, Paul was on it, okay? I was going to say, yeah. when, Paul, when Paul recommends you to the Drama Queen girls, and they're like, oh, we heard about this podcast, then everyone will be wanting to come on it. And then we'll go on, and our first thing will be like, so ladies, we don't actually listen to your podcast, but we're really happy <laughs> to be here. We'll listen to this one back. We actually have back. a special episode where we slacked it off. <laughs> <laughs> Feel free to listen on our Spotify. Yeah. <laughs> we might remove that. Five, yeah. five stars, please. Five stars. Yeah. <laughs> we didn't yeah, I hope slag you paid it your, off. Uh, hope you paid your patron subs to come on here. Only uh, patrons can uh, host an episode. <laughs> Who do you think you are? Oh, God, if only people could hear the first edit of that. <laughs> Dom was going off. But, uh, oh, what? <laughs> What, Dom, the person who's never listened to an episode? <laughs> he listened to three of them, heavily edited, Bits. but yes. <laughs> and was going off. He was going off. No. Going off. <laughs> I was making jokes at it of like, uh, I mean, we talked about this in the last one, but yeah, I was making jokes at it to try and like make people laugh. And you know when you've made a joke and the crowd, the audio, the, the room goes a bit quiet and I was like, oh, I'm going to edit that out. <laughs> so... <laughs> But, okay. So, are we going to say something, Seb? No. Crack on. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, I was just going to be like... (laughs) Some of us have got work in the morning. (laughs) I have to be in at seven, guys. Come on. (laughs) It was so harsh. But what's even worse is like... You're young. You don't. You you haven't earned the right to be this, this, that that harsh yet. You got to go through some things first. You got to get What's to the it? end of your twenties. <laughs> I was like, no, crack on. I'm being matter of fact because I know for a fact that in 25 minutes you're going to be like, oh, there's people in the waiting room, and then it's going to be hashtag make them wait. We don't make them wait. We don't. This shit is the in prob- This is the problem with like r- racing in the biggest inverted commas uh through the like not as good stuff because then we're gonna have about te- we're gonna have about like two minutes each on uh, nathan and Haley. we're not doing that anymore we've we had an agree you're not up to date so you're not up to date we yeah. decided on the last episode that hashtag make them wait is now the slogan for everywhere so we just keep going until we're finished so oh just kick back excellent right <laughs> <laughs> so okay Dom, wait, keep going. did you get to the end of Dan? You did. That was pretty much Yeah, I think Dan. so. I hope so. We've been on him for hours. 
That's what she said. But the um Oh oh I've got stuff on Dan, sorry. Let's go, sorry. let's go. Unload right. on Dan. Um uh first thing, the dramatic irony of uh Nathan be like, You're not guilty of murder. That was the worst accent ever. Why don't I do that? You're not guilty of murder. Like yeah, the dramatic irony. I mean, there's loads of dramatic irony when he's like, I have sins to pay for and things like that. Mm-hmm. That was quite nice. I enjoyed that. And then, um, Simon, I think you mentioned this, but uh, I love how they link scenes with dialogue. Like uh, Dan being like, uh, I, belo- I, I belong in here. And then it cuts and Deb being like, I don't belong in here. Yeah, and like, I love that. that. I think it's really it's around about now that they really start doing it. So like, oh, sorry. I have this really annoying metal bit on my desk that I keep kicking and you can probably hear it rattling away. I liked it. But, um, uh, yeah, sorry. Yeah, the linking of... Um, the scenes I really like and I think yeah series four is when they really get going with that yeah for sure that is a really good connector that one specifically I like that one and getting to I can't wait to talk about Deb's scene so good oh it's so good what should should we go on to Deb yeah have we have we done Dan I think so I think we hit it all yeah just um I, I hope we. I hope we come close. We come close to a resolution as to who who this person is that is writing these things on the wall. It's clear that that uh, it can be seen because you know Whitey's seen it. Now Karen has seen it, uh, and luckily, luckily for him, he was accused of a different murder. Um, so you know, Karen is none the wiser that actually it's in reference to uh, Keith. So um, I. It just kind of fits that Deb left the, um, <laughs> I was going to say institution, the rehab centre, at the same time that he then has these things on the wall. Um, but it, it's almost too obvious for it to be Deb. So, yeah, I'm still questioning who that could be. Um, if you yeah, had to put your money on it right now, who would it be? No fence De- Deb's Deb's the obvious choice. Okay. I can't. Has this come up? Do you think there'll be? I can I ask this question? Do you think there'll be any long-term repercussions for Dan? No. And Keith murder. You think it will just get swept under the carpet? I think he'll just keep killing until it goes away. Do you That's think? He, smart, do you think he'll? It's a smart kill, thing to do. Do you think he will kill again? I think he has the potential to now. Um. I think he wanted to kind of absolve him, not absolve himself of guilt, but like take on the guilt in form of taking on Nathan's guilt. Yeah, like making and, and amends. That, yeah, and that would have been the perfect way to, to do it and kind of keep him in prison. But he's too much of a big character. He's too um, he's too bold and he's too important to a lot of storylines for him to be in prison. So um, there's no way that, from a writer's perspective, they could keep him in prison. When it comes to... Um, someone finding out what he's done uh, well obviously someone already knows what he's done but when it comes to sort of future um, potential of him going to prison I don't think that'll ever happen I, I, I can't see it happening to be honest um, I think he'll manage to worm his way out of it somehow or convince people it's like Lucas is going to be hot on his heels now Lucas is going to be really really thinking about this now thinking about all the Jimmy stuff thinking about what what Keith was kind of saying in his weird vision or whatever uh, and trying to work out and trying to pinpoint and place kind of what happened and really figure out what what happened in that scenario and things are going to start pointing in Lucas's head towards Dan obviously Um, and he's got a kind of 
try and quash that as best as he possibly can because he I don't think he wants to get himself into a situation where he then ruins his relationship with Karen and he ruins his relationships with you know Nathan and Haley that he's building up at the moment so yeah I think I think his relationship with Lucas will start to become a lot tenser as Lucas looks further into him and that might put a strain on Lucas and Karen a little bit um and then potentially see what happens when Karen's baby comes so yeah there's a there's a lot of variables in the air but yeah good question great question I, I, I don't think he'll end up in prison just to say I've already turned away about 10 people for the watch along I keep having to message them and say it's in 20 minutes it's in whenever it's in whenever is that because the time difference or is yeah because of the time it? difference yeah um yeah that is a great question good question um who do you want to go on to now, Seb? We've basically got Haley and Nathan, or we've got Lucas and Peyton. Could you Lucas and Peyton, and then Nathan and Haley at the end? Oh, and oh, and Deb, Deb yeah. So Lucas, we do Deb quickly, and then do Lucas and Peyton. Yeah, let's let's kind of sign off Deb because she's okay. We've so kind of, we've semi covered her, haven't we? Yeah, she's she's at her uh, rehab facility. She's in the meeting at the beginning and in like the group session. Uh, and she's basically just like, get me out of here, like exactly like you said uh, before, um, Seb. And she she just doesn't want to be there at all. She's she's not getting over it. She's not getting the she's not taking in the help that's being given to her, you know. Um, and she sort of um, has this little plot to escape, and the sheets disappear. And the person that like the attendant that comes into the room is like, "Where are the sheets?" And she's like, "Sheets? What sheets?" And just plays this silly game. Uh, and then we see um, the sheets all like tied together, and you know, classic kind of style, thrown out <laughs> out of out of the off the balcony. Uh, and she's climbing down, and she ends up falling, which is it's quite a funny. This this is like. This is the the comedy moment of the episode. To be fair, it's, although there's like serious kind of undertone and like connotations, it's it's the the kind of comic relief as well from the seriousness of you know murder and prison and what's going on with Neely and you know so on and so forth. So uh, yeah, watching Deb fall out of a fall off basically this sheet rope into a hedge was was quite amusing, and then. Um, the the kind of attendant appearing saying you can check yourself out anytime you know you just got to sign and <laughs> making her look a bit stupid but yeah she then kind of she just sort of gets in a cab and disappears into the wind i love how you can see i was watching series one the other day because i'm trying to get my girlfriend into it and um she uh you can see how far like dev has fallen like she was so put together at the start and like everything about her was immaculate like she had the short hair now her hair's long and it's like not all over the place but like just everything is completely different about her and i think this is a criticism of the show for a lot of people that they don't like how deb is a bit of the like scapegoat character the kind of uh one size fits all character that like um oh we need someone to be kooky now let's have deb do this and like Mm. deb changes a lot through the series because that and i i don't think so i think it's just the toll of living with Dan and like trying to get out and the way Dan manipulates like um when he backdates the divorce or front dates the divorce or whatever whichever way around it is um the divorce and it's like ah we're divorced but in three months you're gonna help me run for mayor and things like that and just I think it's that's it taking its toll 
Yeah, and I mean, we see the the two sides of of Deb in this episode, don't we? We see the funny, kind of comic relief side, and then we see the panic stricken, desperate for drugs side when she's at Nathan's uh, Nathan and Hades apartment, and she's like raiding the the bathroom cupboards, trying to trying to find drugs and stuff. And you know, dare I say, Simon's favorite word. She's the you know the the most juxtaposed character in in, in this episode definitely but i think from i think you're you're right Seb, actually you know there's she's become a a bit of a scapegoat a bit of a sort of comic relief at points and she's not the character she once was she did have this i've never really considered it but she did have this kind of aura about her of you know, she dominance. was really successful. Like, it's uh, yeah, her money. She dominance met, and like, success. The and... money comes from her. She was successful. She was actually not in the picture a lot. And then suddenly, like... She's the... a bit of a fool. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And um, I think you see that scene with Nathan at the end. You see the genuine Deb. You see actual Deb. Mm. Like, who is... She says things like... I know she's scrabbling around for pills, but actually when she stops and talks to Nathan you see actually who real Deb is and that the way she's like, she admits that she's not the best person to look for it, to give advice right now and stuff, but you can tell that she is genuinely concerned compared to the start of series two when they get married and, uh, or when Deb finds out about the marriage and she's like, I cannot condone this and goes off in a strop. You can tell she genuinely cares for both Nathan and Haley and things like that. Yeah, and it, it's a character change that, that's quite strange actually because... Although the, although we see character changes changes within people, so we see Nathan has probably had the biggest leap in terms of his maturity and progression as a character. This is this is like a, a completely different version of that in that they've taken this successful, sensible, kind of normal motherly sort of figure and made her a bit of a joke in places, mm. uh, and and that's. Yeah, I guess I'd never really considered that, and now that, that really sort of hits home. And it's a shame. It's a shame. Like, hopefully, we get back to the successful Deb stage at some point. But you know, it's like it's easy just to convince her to sign stuff over. You know, do you just well, I'll get you out of jail if you sign over trick to Karen, or we'll just give you some drugs if you sign over this. You know, and it's it's just like yeah, it's just become too easy. I think for for Deb to be a point of exactly what you're saying just kind of like i can make her my fool she's like the jester now rather than being the successful person she was in season one and, and kind of revered because she wasn't about she she kind of wasn't available i didn't think she'd exist at one point mm-hmm. you know so. yeah i remember you saying that you're like oh i didn't yeah. think we'd meet the mum. Well, yeah, but yeah. barbara said when she was on our podcast that part of uh why her character go went has been going off in these crazy places is because the writers knew that she was game to do whatever yeah. basically she always said she was really keen to do like she loved doing the uh, comedy bits like mm. the bit when so what one of my favorite exchanges when her and dan are going back and forth with like uh the taser and the um pranks the super gluing the phone and things like that she was like all over that Mm. Remember her saying, mm. "Yeah." So I think that some of some of it gets pushed by the actors, like the fact that Haley's got a music career and she's because mm. Be- Bethany Joy Lens, you know, sings in real life, and the fact that they obviously they picked James Laffey because he could do all the basketball stuff as well. But you know, they and it as One Tree Hill goes on further and further, you see them leaning in more to the personality and strengths of the actors that they have and building storylines around those parts. So 
not saying that that means that Barbara Allen Wood's storyline in real life is about drugs and stuff, because obviously it's not, but she's down to do those things and is a bit more versatile, I think, to be able to do it. So, yeah. Well, let's go into where, Seb. We've got two directions. It's Lucas and Peyton or Nathan and Haley. Lucas and Peyton, and then we'll do Nathan and Haley at the end. I think we've, we've waited. We'll wait to the end for them. Because they're the, they're the, that's the main bit, isn't it? It's the meat on the bones, yeah. so to speak. Okay, who's who's doing the synopsis? Simon. Jackson Turner. <laughs> okay, so... Uh, right, so Lucas starts and he's in the school and he's there and the, the bell goes and it kind of brought back because he's trying to remember and this is where everything happened with him in the last episode with Keith, etc. His hair is continuing to get longer and blonder as we go through. I wrote in my notes, Chad's hair is a choice. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, that all comes from him, like... So, like, when he shaved it off at the start of Series 2, that all comes from Chad just getting bored of his hair and changing it up. So, you know, I can't remember if you guys discussed this, but I read it somewhere that, uh, or heard it somewhere from him that he literally said, as soon as Series 1 wraps, I'm getting a buzz cut. They're like, okay, but if we have reshoots, you're coming back in a wig. And uh, they had reshoots. So he literally went, cut! And then um, they did reshoots for him in a wig. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, well, like his Chad's like bit of uh, Lucas's hair choices all come from Chad's being like, I'm bored. I'm gonna do this to my hair. Well, there, there you go. Well, yeah. Then this definitely was a choice. Um, and it's the tucking it back that confuses me. You know, it's an odd choice. Like, why don't you just cut it a bit shorter on the sides? There, you know, it'll be a bit neater. It's like the why are you brushing it's it the back color in? for me i don't mind the style too much it's the like platinum color for me it's just like meanwhile like nathan has a moment in four or nine i remember with his like his hair's a bit poofy and like it, when Haley tells him he's having a son and stuff and it just looks a bit like pff, like beaverish and like <laughs> it's like goblet of fire when the director decided to put them all in baggy clothes and have really long hair it just feels a bit like that <laughs> fair excellent okay well so we we get Peyton and then they they're kissing. They have they have the kiss there and it, but it turns into uh called a Hillary Peyton not wanting to do PDA public displays of affection and this is kind of confusing to Lucas but it sort of turns out this because the last time she kissed him before this she he had a heart attack and she's worried that she's like a bad omen or bad luck or or whatever. Uh they share about you know, emails from ghosts and dreams and things, and that's all quite sweet. And then, yeah, boy, I mean, Lucas is kind of just around. He doesn't have too much of a bulk in this one. Um, besides this stuff, what what am I missing? Um, it's just Peyton basically saying that she doesn't want to have these um, pu- public displays of affection um, because. The last time they kissed, he had a heart attack and everyone that she gets close to or starts to open up to, they either leave or they die. And she doesn't want to get into that situation with him um, because he's too important to her and she's very much in love with him. And he basically says, I'm not going anywhere. I'm fine. You know, um, and I and he 
admits that he loves her too. Yeah, that's, that's kind, kind of, of it. That's kind of it, their journey, it? I think. Good. So cut them off. Let's talk about Haley and Nathan. <laughs> can I add one thing? On yeah, can I add one thing? <laughs> Sorry, um, yes, of course. Uh, yeah, we get it. Your people are waiting. But, um, <laughs> no, I don't wait. care anymore about the waiting. I don't care. <laughs> um, I always get confused by this because her, like, her hesitation at the start, like there's a sh- shot of Brooke. And I mm. always think at the start, every time I watch it, that it's because of Brooke. And she doesn't want to be disrespectful to Brooke, but um, then she, and then she's suddenly like, "Oh well, it's because the last time I kissed you, you passed out, or you had a heart attack." And you're like, "Oh, that's why, is it?" Like, I get the reason. Like, yeah, and the fact that she doesn't want to get close to him because everyone, everybody leaves. Um, but um, I do like the uh, is it Hay- Haley who tells her tells Peyton like. Uh, there's one thing you'll forget that is like that all those people aren't Lucas or is it who who says that is it Haley? I can't remember sounds like a Haley thing to say doesn't yeah. it but well I, I also like the moment where he's like oh does my breath smell and we know for a fact Dom we've decided that it does um, that's awful it's terrible breath yeah so they might have been that maybe she needs to run and get him a mento <laughs> or something yeah. but also the fact that she has bad smelling breath also we decided that they smell bad together and that's why neither of them know so actually that probably cancels that out <laughs> she's the mouth of onions I'm surprised you've had a bad word said about chad well the thing is is it's curable isn't it i just throw him a polo <laughs> and it's all right yeah. i mean other mint products are available yeah <laughs> Well, uh, anything else to say on Lucas and Peyton before we get into the Navy? Um, no, I, I, it's kind of the second start of their journey, isn't it? And she she sort of says at the end that she wants to kiss him and, you know, he admits that he loves her. So it's just, yeah, exactly that. And that you both said that yeah, it was Haley that advises Peyton, you know, it's, it's Lucas, you know, you're not going to lose Lucas and... He's a special guy and all that. So, but he's he's very much now focused on his journey of figuring out what happened in the school. And you know, Lucas even mentions it to Mouth at the end, doesn't he? And says, you know, do you, do you think about Jimmy? And he's like, yeah, I think about. And, and then he also says that he thinks about Jimmy a lot, um, especially recently. So you know, it, it's just pushing that edge of him. He's just going to continuously be thinking about it and trying to put pieces of this jigsaw together and trying to work out what actually happened because he's now of the belief that Jimmy didn't kill Keith. Yeah. Great. Well, let's move into Navy then. Um, Seb, do you want to do Navy? Yeah. Let's see if I can remember it all. You may have to help me out. Right. It starts off with Haley's in bed and uh, Nathan's kind of look, helping to look after her and going to get her, Chicken noodle soup with chicken noodles. Fucking chicken noodle soup drives me insane. <laughs> what soup? So what what soup do you want? Chicken, chicken noodle soup, extra noodle. Shut the fuck up. You'll get what you have. If there's tomato there, you'll have it. Tomato and basil, sure. No, because he's going out to pick it up. Like it's not coming out of a can or from the cupboard, isn't it? He's going to pick up soup, isn't he? But what if there's not chicken, chicken noodle as an option? What an extra noodle? What if that's not there? 
you get what you get. I'm sure chicken's probably an option, but there might just be tomato. I think you're being slightly harsh there. I think, like, if you're ill or, like, you know, got a broken leg or whatever, like, then I think you're perfectly entitled to ask for a certain type of soup. She's not asking for the world. She's just asking for a type of soup. Well, I guess what she's asking for is chicken noodle soup, extra noodle. Shut up, Hayley. Sorry, <laughs> it really bugs me. It bugs me. I don't know why. It's just one of them lines. There's a few lines in One Tree Hill. It's I'm just almost... hungry. Yes. <laughs> I don't even know when yet. that comes up. It hasn't happened yet. Can you right. try and can you message me the like roughly when that happens? Or like, I don't mm-hmm. need an episode number. I just need like what, when in the story when in the storyline that happens. What if I tell you this? Okay, because then Dom will always be looking for this as well. Okay. It happens. In a library. Oh, God. Okay, yeah. But this chicken noodle thing, it's not <laughs> its not a big deal, but it's just the way... I don't know why, it's just the way... Chicken noodle, extra noodle. Just hate Hayley, don't you? No, she's my favourite female character. You know, <laughs> still like... Still, that still makes her my seventh favourite character, but the point is... <laughs> It's a joke. It's a joke. It's so true. <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> anyway, move on. Sorry. Everyone move on. Sorry. Go on, Seb. Please, you continue doing a great job, Chicken um, Noodle. Yeah, then, and Haley is concerned about the the poor man that hit her, that almost hit her and died. Uh, and she's... Uh, then Nathan goes away and goes see Dan. He comes back. Uh, soupless, I may add. I think. No, no, he has it. Oh no, he has brought the soup. Yeah. Um, he, she then says that she found out his name was Dante, and she wants to reach out to his family. This is when we have the big Nathan tells her everything about the point shaving, the throwing the state championship game, um, the yeah everything, the 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 loan shark, uh. I've got in my notes. Shout out to John Nordstrom score when that happens. Always outstanding work. Um, then Haley. I think it's all a bit dramatic because when Nathan's like Haley left me. All right, she yeah. I don't think she's like leaving you for long. Like this is a this is a <laughs> fight. This is a fight. Like it's never like a big like separation thing, is it? I'm fairly certain. Like, what drives? Seen... What's going to start becoming very old with these two is have a little argument she fucks off to karen's lounge and eats eats all her food sitting on her sofa watching telly get it you're poor just like have a better like just pay pay at karen's cafe don't need to have a fight just to get a good meal at karen's exactly and then he turns up says sorry they go back it's it's happened this is the second time already so well the last time i was on they had the fight about the um uh birth control yeah (laughs) And, and yeah, look we... how that turned out. <laughs> <laughs> a baby could change everything. Yeah. <laughs> Dante hit her with a car. <laughs> Jesus. <sighs> well, the, the thing with this argument is there's a there's there's a substantially more weight to it than him watching porn and stuff in like the first season and things like that. Like it's. She could have died, and their or their baby could have died, 
and or he could have died because I still think that Dante was aiming for Nathan, right? It was that ha- it was that Haley pushed yeah. him up. All right, but, guys, Jesus Christ, yeah. chicken noodle soup, Come extra on, noodle, son. extra noodle, <laughs> Martin. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, because it's only because Haley like he turns the lights on, which are very bright, by the way, mm. uh, and like pushes Maybe. her. Yeah pushes her out of the way like where's the consideration for the other drivers um, pushes uh pushes him out of the way he's like nathan pushes him out of the way and then just stands there in front of the car <laughs> like but yeah sorry that's uh, i've got this right. yeah she, <laughs> she tries to pull a neo and just stop the car <laughs> she's had an no. extra noodle she's had a chicken noodle soup that day <laughs> extra noodle flips the car <laughs> yeah uh, uh. Um, but yeah, like I don't think it's like, oh, Haley and I. Uh, oh, Haley left me. I think is what he says. She's like, come on. Like, realistically, how big was that suitcase that she took? Overnight bag at best. Like, <laughs> um, yeah. And then, uh, um, and then Nathan goes to uh, Karen's and apologizes to Haley. Where she she uh, he Karen answers the door and Haley just happens to go hopping past at that point, like. And um, rinse in the fridge. Yeah, and then uh, Nathan gives a good speech to Haley about how he's always going to protect her and always going to like put her first and stuff, which is quite cute. Um, and then yeah, and they go home together. Basically, I think that's it. I, I can't. <laughs> no, I can't keep standing on one leg. <laughs> Chicken fucking noodle soup. The... Chicken. <laughs> okay, can't speak. It's a podcast. But the the I I did like that scene and I like that speech and I like the his like you know I'm a different version of myself and this version I'm scared to be the old version of who I used to be before I knew you and. I don't want you to see that side, but if I have to be that person to protect you, then I will. Like I quite, I liked all of that, and I like the way that she was just like, um, like I can't stand here anymore. I'm tired. I want to go home. You know, I love you. This version, that that version, whatever. Let's just go. And I like that because I actually it feels realistic in a sense. Like I kind of can identify some arguments and things that I've had like with, with Ephany over the years that can feel a little bit Nathan and Haley. Like it feels like that. And it's because that happens. Like people have arguments. They don't necessarily get hit by drug. No, he wasn't a drug dealer. Was he by illegal bookies and stuff? Yeah, that doesn't necessarily happen, but you do have arguments and you do get them resolved. So yeah, I always love Nathan. For real. Yeah, I think it's the fact that, like, he kind of takes the sort of edge that he had right at the start of the show and kind of he puts it, like, he focuses it, focuses it to doing something good with it. Yeah. The nasty streak that he had still comes out occasionally, but it's in protection of the people that he loves as opposed to just him being a dick. Well put. Yeah. I think also you see, I think I mentioned this last time I was on, I think when you're just quickly with Nathan with Dan, I think you see... Uh, again, you see that really torn Nathan of everything he has, everything he has in life is because of Dan. But at the same time, he appreciates that he wants to get as far away from Dan as possible, and like he appreciates that he would be nowhere without Dan. But at the same time, like Dan's polarizing, and I really mm-hmm. think you see that whole like 
him trying to be that better person, but the influences that Dan has given him, like that self-centeredness, that sort of like a brash decision making is still very much within him. And yeah, you see that like relationship that Dan has. And like the fact that he calls him Dan half the time, he doesn't call him his dad anymore. Mm. Like he calls him Dan. Like, Yeah, good point. Yeah. Dom, anything to say on Nayli or predictions or anything? Well, I do, indeed. Uh, Dan, a few episodes ago, said, I know you've got a boss to Dante and you've got to pay these people and so on and so forth. So these people are going to come asking for their money. The money debts don't just get written off like that. So, you know, although Dante's dead, the debt still stands somewhere. And Bear is still at large. So uh, I'm thinking a boss will appear at some point and be be uh, trying to claim this money um, or something. So I, I, I don't think this storyline is quite dead yet. It'd be great if the Dante's boss was the uh, the small guy from the canal boat of the poker game. That Chris Keller's <laughs> yeah. playing poker with. Was it Marty? <laughs> Marty, yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well remembered. Uh, okay, go on, Sam. No, I was going to make about like um, who's the the um, drag the guy in drag? He's like, whoa, he's a, he's a dude. Oh yeah, is it Amanda? Uh, I can't remember no. his name. Amanda, no. No, Amanda's like... the gag on Friends. Yeah. Okay. Uh, it's like. <laughs> But yeah, sorry, I was trying to think of that. Oh, <laughs> that's really going to bug me. That's really going to bug me. Oh yeah, And it's like, eggs had an Adam's apple. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Nice. Well, okay, well, anything we missed, we can get in on judgments. So if you enjoyed this episode of the podcast and how could you not, then help us out. Check us out, ravenshoops.net. Why, Don? Because basketballs go through. Hoops. But Seb, they also go through. Nets. Ravenshoops.net. Seb, start with you. And please take your time. They can wait. <laughs> <laughs> Who is your performer of this episode? Uh, I went with James Lafferty because mate, when he tells Haley about what happened, his vulnerability there is great. Like, you can really see that. Nathan, although yeah, it's very adult themes. He's still very much he's a he's a kid that's slightly out of his depth, yeah. and like he's just he all he's trying to do is be the best person possible, and it, like it's come down on him slightly. But he's just trying his best. Like he's just trying to allow him and his wife to get by. Like it's not because he's trying to hide anything malicious or like a skeleton in his closet. He's just trying to do right by Haley and his unborn child. And um, I really think I made a note about it of like. Um, Makes you realise he, what he's trying to do. He's just a kid at the end of the day. Things like that. And like I mean, you really see that in that scene. Nice. Dom? Uh, my favourite performer was Paul Johansson. I think you see uh, a fantastic range from him in this episode. You, you know, uh, we, we've seen his kind of madness and lunacy in the previous episodes. But it just just the way he puts things together. And he, he's the reason probably this episode was so gripping. I think like like his moments were the only like bits that were really gripping. Um, there's a lot of like forgetful moments in this episode, but none of them were Dan's. So, Paul Johansson. What about yours, Simon? 
Okay, cool. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna go with James Lafferty. Also, I, I like the the speech that he gave at Karen's, and uh, I think it's difficult. You see him like lying. You see him taking then taking responsibility. You see him, yeah, getting chicken noodle soup, extra noodle. That's not that's not easy to do. Um, so yeah, I think James Lafferty did a great job. Seb, what about your favorite character of this episode? I've doubled up. I've got Nathan. Uh, the way he tries to right his wrongs, and again, like do right by Haley. I I appreciate that. Nice, Dom. Uh, first, a little shout out to Deb because I thought Deb was uh, very funny in this episode. Um, you know, given everything that we said previously about Deb uh, on our episode here. I still think she had a, a really, really good episode and then quite sort of harrowing near the end when um, she's trying to get drugs out of Nathan's cupboards. But um, I've got to give favourite character to Dan again. Um, I, I think this change that we've seen in Dan is temporary. Um, uh, we've seen this happen before, but he really did try and take um, take a, a prison sentence to, you know, to kind of a bit of redemption for what he's done. Um, and then admit, you know, saying to Karen, I, I'm doing it for my for my son. You know, you're a mother. She knows, uh, but she would have done the same. And uh, all the stuff that he says to Nathan as well. So yeah, it's Dan for me and you, mate. I'm also going to double up with Nathan again for the, the same reasons, the same sentiments. I uh, you really see him developing and knowing he can't lie, and uh, yeah, like owning up to everything. And that's not easy to do, but he does it. And I really like his arc in that in this episode. What about your favourite background performer, Seb? One line or less? Uh, it has to be the don't say wine guy. Ah, that's my one too. Yeah, he's so I, good. Um, it's just so I. It annoys me that like they make the audience a little bit dumb there, where they're like, he's like, don't say wine. That's all he needs to say. But then mm-hmm. they kind of like explain the joke. And take it one step too far, but it's still a, it's still funny. Yeah, good call, Dom. Uh, mine was the uh, like prison officer or the it, that brings the lawyer in to Dan's room, at, at, like or to cell every time or to meet him, and then takes him back out again because Nathan can only see him through a through a telephone, but this this guy gets his own room with Dan, so <laughs> uh, and uh, and he's escorted in beautifully by this officer. So yeah, that guy. I like it. And you picked you picked yours, but do you want to explain a bit more? Well, I was going to say the wine guy because it was just really funny, and he did say it really <laughs> whiny as well. Like, don't say wine. <laughs> don't say wine. Um, but I'll pick a different one because I also had the clean teens. There were tons in there, so <laughs> I'll take any one of them virgins. Clean uh, teen number seven, and sacrifice them. One of them is a lad, and that lad looks so happy when Brooke and Rachel turned up, just saying. <laughs> He's actually going, I don't want to be a virgin, please. <laughs> I think, and it's not really a spoiler, I think he comes back into it and is there, like, drooling, drooling over Rachel at some point. And oh, okay. Funny. He's just like... <laughs> Excellent. That might be tonight. We'll see. Uh, what about your favourite line, Seb? Uh... I think um, be there or be sluts like was just not my favorite line, but just like it made me laugh because it was so like ridiculous. Um, But our goodie, my afternoon pills was a favorite. (laughs) (laughs) 
That's good. And Dom? Uh, I'm going with, I'm not book smart, I'm brook smart. I like that, yeah. Oh, you, you didn't like it? Oh, you, you did, but... Oh, I did, yeah, that's my favourite line. I picked it. Yeah, I like that. Uh, oh, they're sort of evading my mind. Um, I didn't think there were as many zingers in this episode. Yeah. Like, there were no real good Dan put-downs, or, like, nothing from Whitey, like... I, yeah, I, I didn't think there was many good lines in this one. There I there was one I liked, actually. It was from Deb when she said, uh, someone said to her, you know, I I know how you feel. I've been in your shoes. And she's like, Gucci? I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> so I'll take that. Uh, Seb, what about your favourite song? Uh, I had, so... Tunefind.com was uh, in full force during this episode. Um, shout out to Grey Room by Damien Rice. I do like a bit of Damien Rice, um, which is when Nathan apologised to Haley. But I went for uh, Different Sound by Teddy Bears, which is when Rachel and Brooke steal the test and Deb breaks out of rehab. Nice. And you, Don? Uh, I did go for Grey Room by Damien Rice, and it was all over the apology, and it was all over Lucas and Peyton's bit, and it was, I felt like it was played for half the episode, but <laughs> yeah, I, w- I went for it anyway. Uh, and you, Simon? Yeah, I didn't know that that was what it was called, but uh, yes, I like that one when Nathan was apologising, so I take that. Nice. And then last but not least, I'm talking the precious, precious rating Seb, you know how this goes. Did you have a number in mind before we started this conversation? I did. And did it increase, decrease, or stay the same? It stayed the same. And Dom, same questions? I had a number, and I think it's gone up by one. Ooh, then we might all hit the same. I have a feeling we might (laughs) hit the same. I'm guessing you stayed at the same number. Yeah, I'm kind of formulating it now, to be fair. But I think I have it. I think I know where we're <laughs> okay. at. Okay, we're going to go after three. One, two, three, seven. 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 Easy. Easy money. Ooh. On the Easy. episode when I'm down to make people wait so we can debate it, it comes out as a well, seven. We've still got a sing-off to do. Yeah, let's do that then. So it's a seven. <coughs> Ready. Okay. Ravens on three. One, two, three. Oh, no, we haven't. No, wait. So how are we doing this? One line at a time of, of uh, I don't want to be. I reckon I reckon do it in your own style. So, as yeah, we're going to do the Gavin DeGraw song. Okay. And um, we're going to start off with, who do you, who want, do you want us to go first, Simon? So you won the last bout. And it's, go first it's, ho- it's home court, isn't it? I need to set the I'll, tone. I'll flip, I'll flip a coin. Yeah. Heads or tails. Heads. His heads. Good. What? <laughs> you go first or second? In the, in, uh, I want to quote Eight Mile. Not that you know, Dom. But have you seen Eight Mile, Seb? No. Oh, Jesus Christ! In Eight Mile, he goes. He wins the coin toss, and he goes, "Make that bitch go first. <laughs> but, <laughs> but then, but then Eminem goes and wins. So I'll, I'll go first. I'll go first. Oh, okay. Okay. Right. Kevin DeGraw out. Oh, oh wait, are we doing it the theme tune version? So like, or we're doing the actual, you know. It was a prison do... guard, son. No, <laughs> just do just do what we hear on the episode. Okay, okay, okay. 
Are we doing the verse? Are we doing the chorus? Are we just doing whichever bit we want to do? Whatever bit you want to do. You're not really being specific, Dom. Cool. Just sing okay. any part of the song. The beginning part of the, the, the song, that's where we're going to start. Okay. I don't want to be. Let's get the lyric. Bum, bum, bum. Uh, Seb, I'm really going to go into some versatility here to really show off my you my options. On, my um, if you want to play it safe and go down the middle of the road, that's fine. But I'm really going to up when I go up and I'm going to go down when I go down. And feel free to learn Oh, you're something. going down. <laughs> Make th- yeah. <laughs> nice little clap reaction. <laughs> All I heard there was chicken noodle, extra noodle. Tom's <laughs> clearly a veteran of Zoom. <laughs> okay. Bum, bum, bum. I don't want to be anything other than what I've been trying to be. There's undertones of Adam Levine, very mm-hmm. Maroon 5. Mm-hmm. I get that vibe. Mm-hmm. Not a fan of Maroon 5 at all, but very much a fan old of you, Old Maroon Simon. 5. Old Maroon 5's good. Yeah, that was She Will Be Loved all over, wasn't it? I liked I, it. What about good. Sting? I'd feel like I got a bit of Sting there, but better. <laughs> I think well, we've all got a Sting from that. Um, Seb. <laughs> Am I doing the same bit? or Do whatever bit you like, mate. It's your choice. Hard to do the same bit when it's been done so well. Well, you should be. Um, I don't want to be anything other than what I've been trying to be lately. All I have to do is think of me and our peace of mind. I'm tired of looking around rooms wondering what I gotta do or who I'm supposed to be. I don't want to be anything other than me. Right. I can't, Every watch I along. Can't, I can't. <laughs> I, want, I want that instead of Gavin DeGraw. <laughs> See, the, that was the, awesome. The thing is, so is good, I can't too. hate on it. I can't hate on it. It was really so good. good. It was really good. So good. Really good. But, Should then, we but, say, let, but let me do better. What's next? Come on. Oh, God. Come on. Well, I was going to say, just so that we ensure Seb comes back, Yeah. we call that one to Seb, so it's one all, and then you have the final fucking showdown, the big one. We give it a full hour of you two <laughs> smashing each other up with your vocal cords. What do you say, boys? What do you say? I think surely we've got we've got fi- like five more series to go through. So like we got best we, of ten. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. We've got like, why call the next one the best one, like the big one. Well, wow. we, we what listen- are we going to do for the other four series? Will you listen to Tony Braxton? and I'll send, I'll send you that song because I think yeah. it would be great I think it would be good entertainment but yeah I, I, I'm willing to concede this one uh, you have a beautiful voice my friend I reckon I, get, get a get a quick because you can do a poll on an Instagram story get, let, let, the, let the people decide okay sure we can let them we go, go. With, we'll go with the should we go with the the ravens let the ravens decide yeah let the ravens decide because instagram scares me there's scary people on there you want it on the <laughs> okay so we'll do i'll do a ravens the comfort blanket that is yeah <laughs> at least we know the ravens <laughs> we know who they are well seb you killed it you have a beautiful voice very beautiful my friend that's meant with sincerity uh we appreciate you <laughs> well because most of the stuff i say isn't sincere but that was uh <laughs> 
and this bit is sincere also we appreciate you we always enjoy having you on and uh speaking with you it's always great fun and uh yeah we look forward to having you on again and uh tearing up season five thank you so much it was great fun i uh i really enjoy coming on and chatting to you guys so uh it was great fun thank you so much for having me pleasure i You've been awesome. It was brilliant to talk to you as always. And next episode that we do with you will, if you're still working late on a Wednesday and early on a Thursday, I'll be willing to move just so for, for ease of, of your life. Seb. Oh, no, it's all good. It's, it's a quite, quite a nice. That's how much you mean to us. <laughs> but yeah, it was awesome to talk to you. You've been brilliant. And I, I love all the stuff that you, you bring to the podcast and all the, the different ways of thinking about stuff. So thank you so much. It's awesome to talk to you. Thank you, guys. Thank you so much. Wait, and Seb, what what accent do you want Dom to do Ravens in? Oh no. Oh. Um. You can do impressions as well if you want a Whitey <gasps> Ravens, a Dan, whoever you want. Can we have a Karen doing Karen doing Ravens? You want me to just like like I say Karen, but as ra- like but saying Ravens. Yeah, let's yeah let's have it like that. Let's have it that way. Like okay, that. nice. Are you ready? Okay, everybody. Ravens on three. One, <laughs> two, three. Ravens. Ravens! <laughs>